<laughs> All right, Cleveland Moto Podcast. We are running. We have numbers. We got levels. Everything's going crazy. Somebody, blunt. Oh yes, perfect. Look at that. I think we should. Oh. Get it. Get it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh my god. Mmm. Oh, that's delicious. Ooh. All right, uh, Cleveland Motor Podcast. We've got a. <clears throat> it's it's officially autumn, isn't it? I think it is. <clears throat> well, it's pretty. Get out your fucking pumpkins. It's going to get autumn in the next couple of days too. Oh. Autumnal. It more, is autumn like <laughs> extra autumnal. Yeah, we've turned the autumnal till eleven. We've entered the autumnal. Tomorrow there is going to be a uh, turning leaf ride, a leafers ride. Not sorry, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Fall foliage, and it's gonna the fall foliage tour is leaving from our shop here, Cleveland Moto. Anybody who would like to participate, uh, does anybody know what time they're going to be meeting here? Uh, 8 Cliff Laroque, eight a.m. I think oh, it is. No, no way. I will not be here. I will. Be here. <laughs> was just in today, and I yeah. thought he said he'd like to be here. They won't, even have yeah. the, they won't even have the roads plowed by, by 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cliff said 12. Well, okay. Meet here at 12 or stands up and leave at 12? Sunday at 12 no, p.m. Leave at 1, Sunday at 12 p.m. 12. There you go. Be here at midnight. All right. So, uh, <laughs> the secretary. Yeah. So that's, uh, so that's going on. Uh, so the roll ideas roll out at noon? Uh, Sunday this week. Okay. Um, roll out foliage, it'll be 12 to 6. Roll out from Cleveland Moto. Mm-hmm. Right of Cleveland Moto. You can go and yeah, look at all the trees. Me for a nice ride out to Gandalf's Pub Ooh. in Valley City while admiring the fabulous fall colors. Green. Or not. <laughs> green. Green, 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 green. Nick stands up at 1 p.m. At 1 p.m.? <clears throat> I, pr- I approve of that message. We'll hang out at Gandalf's well, a little They bit. might even want me to be there because, I mean, we'll see what time we get back from Detroit. Could. But Gandalf's and then head to Danny Boy's <laughs> in North Homestead. Yeah. Show up, <laughs> show up in fucking makeup. Yeah. Speed limits vary 25 to 45 miles per hour. This is scooter friendly. Scooter friendly. Scooter friendly. Scooter friendly. So that's, uh, yeah, so that's cool. That's happening. It's happening this very weekend. This very Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. And, uh, and like that. Uh, so my name is Phil Waters, and uh, I drove uh, a Ford F-150 from San Diego to Cleveland in 36 hours. Wow. And uh, an anal one fifty. Yeah, an anal one fifty. Yeah, <laughs> an anal F one fifty. And if you want to do that, you can do that. You have to hold ninety miles per hour anytime you're moving. Nonstop. Gas stops are every five hundred miles. Those are also poop and bladder stops. So just set the cruise control for ninety and let we, it rip. If you had, such if you had such a thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> cruise control. What? I have carpal tunnel of my right foot. Uh, yeah, my heel. Oh, your kickstart foot. My oh, kickstart foot. Yeah, yeah my kickstart yeah. foot. Uh, yeah, I had helitosis by like Utah. Yeah, I was in bad shape. Uh, did you take your shoe off? Were oh, I did all the tricks. I took yeah. my. I drove with the wrong foot. I took both <laughs> shoes off. I elevated my foot up on the dashboard and drove with the wrong foot. It would be like meta, metatarpal, meta, metacarpal per, uh, paralysis. Metacarpal tunnel. Me- metacarpal oh, tunnel. There you go. Yeah, metacarpal tunnel. But uh, it's not an extended cab, so you really can only get so comfortable. Right. My two hours of sleep was excruciating because it's not an extended cab. It's not really a bench seat, is it? It's, it is a 40-20-40 bench seat. Okay. But there's, that just means there's seatbelts all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's way too many seatbelts for the but size it's a five of the truck. Speed. So just it's like, a five-speed. Just like camping with me, just as you get comfortable, there's a stick in the way. So where were you when you actually had your two hours of uh, quasi I had gotten to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. so I wanted to Started get... Started a nap in Oklahoma City, woke up in Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that the come and go stop? 
<laughs> Everything is cum in Missouri. The whole the whole state is based on cum jokes. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the do come in and all that other shit. Oh, and the Uranus, the Uranus Lodge. Let's the, explore Uranus. Let's explore, let's explore Uranus. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it is yeah. the show me state, isn't it? It is the show me state. Like, yeah, the entire state is like all bad fucking entendre. Like the whole state, everything is like. There was like something like the rugged ass saloon. You know, the rugged ass saloon. And it's got like, and it's like, and what is, it said something like, you know, don't be a jackass. Go to the the rugged ass. And this is all freeway based marketing, you know, just trying to pull you off. Because that whole area used to be U.S. Route 66. So that was Route 66 forever. And then they made it wider. I have a fun fact. Yeah, go ahead. St. Louis has twice the amount of sewer lines than Pittsburgh. (laughs) That's Alrighty all. then. I'm waiting for the fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. quite, quite the surprise since uh, Pittsburgh sent you toilet. Wow. <laughs> and Pittsburgh has so much elevation too, whereas St. Louis is generally flat. Well, they just use natural runoff. Yeah. So then, uh, so that's that. So that there's really nothing else to report. Who brought the giant cookie for the trip? Chris Smith. Thank you, Chris. Smithster. Everybody. The uh, while there, I did go up to uh, when everyone else was enjoying Barber motorcycle event in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, I was enjoying Tomales. Tomales, California is about an hour north of uh, San Francisco on the PCH. And Tomales is a place that literally has a bakery and a diner. The William Tell Restaurant, the very first saloon in Marin County, established in 1864, give or take. And uh, the Continental Inn, which is established, I think, in 1882. Go ahead. Did you get tamales? And tamales. That's, yeah. that's, I had tamales. That's I what I was going to ask you. I thought you were going to say you were eating tamales yes in San Diego. Yes. I love tamales. And for only tamales. being 45 minutes north of San Francisco, you'd be amazed at your wake-up call is cows and goats. And this is real farm country less than an hour north of San cool. Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It's amazing. That's a ton of- but it turns out that on Friday, all morning and Friday is all bicycle people churning their guts out up and down the hills of PCH. Saturday, on the other hand, and Sunday, Sunday's bikers, and boy, howdy. And it is bikers, like not in the biker sense of, you know, wild hogs. This is, this is everything that can transport aluminum boxes. So oh. if you have the word ADV in your internet handle, mm. you are on this fucking road. There were two motorcycles of genuine interest. The first was something that appeared to be, I, first I saw the SR500 gas tank. And I went, oh, that's interesting. And then I realized that there was an XS650 motor underneath it. This is a complete bodge job, a complete bodge build. Frankenbike. Frankenbike. Beautiful Frankenbike, too, of all of the Yamahas. So he was like, he goes, yeah, he was like, he goes, yeah, that's a a YZ front end. So he had a proper 21-inch wheel with proper... Gas Menage uh, Yamaha. (laughs) (laughs) But he listed about eight different motorcycles that were harmed in the building of this bike. And uh, the the overall execution was quite nice. I mean, it was really nicely done. The frame and everything, good welding on it. And what he had was a 650cc daily rider that he could go play in the hills on. And, you know, and it was set up with knobbies. It was meant to be ridden in the dirty places. And you could tell it was. And... (laughs) It was a beautiful fabrication job, and it wasn't that anything... The frame was a, a cut-and-weld job, but everything else was straight out of the Yamaha catalog. 
well done, like good execution. And then when I got done drooling all over that, generally making an ass out of myself, um, oh, just, you know, Vincent Black Shadow just showed up, just rolled in, as they do. And uh, rolled in and, and rolled in with a bit of spirit, too. Like, not, it wasn't being museum ridden, it was being ridden. And he rolled in, and I thought, he's pretty handy on that bike. That man knows how to ride that motorcycle. It's not a particularly easy motorcycle to ride. He pulled in and jumped off the bike and went in to go get his coffee. And it was one of those things where he left his, like, white awry helmet just hanging on the mirror. And, you know, he had business to accomplish. There was coffee with his name on it. He was going to avoid all us assholes about to ask him 50 questions about his bike. So I waited till 49 of them left. And then uh, I waited long enough. And once they all left, I had this whole like period of 15 minutes to find everything that was interesting on his motorcycle. And it turns out he didn't give a shit about originality. He had Barani wheels, Italian aluminum rain gutter rims, which were probably two inches wider than the rims that came on that bike from England. Because back in the 50s, tires were skinny as fuck. Which means they were... Three and a half inches wide. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. yeah, they might have been. They might have been 375 in the back. Yeah, it wasn't real wide. But the it was originals wide. were about 250 exactly. by. Yeah, yeah. And so big, what's cool whatever. is. Narrow by fucking big. Well, what he could do now is he could put modern rubber on the butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he had Metzlers on it, and they were wide enough that they looked like they'd hold the road real good. And of course, then the original Vincent Black Shadow Fenders wouldn't fit. And all that cool trellis work that holds those fenders in place, none of that shit would fit either. So somebody refabricated everything to accommodate these larger wheels and tires. Did a pretty damn good job. That's, looked in. That's why I was... I was the it fenders, looked odd, didn't it? it, it looked, I thought it looked more like a bra. Yeah. yeah. The way the fenders are mm-hmm. made. Was there like, an extra tube? Oh, I'm sorry. Good. An extra tube or a frame? Tube no, I looked at that, and that was coming stopped. down like in between the so the between the bikes. two headers, there is a curved frame piece on that bike. I always thought it was a, a you know what I mean a motor a, hanging, yeah, a hanging motor in the frame. And so I did check that out. He did have uh, later model carburetors installed on the bike, and he did have bigger brakes installed on the bike. He had uh, better suspension installed on the bike, and he had uh, the two big pingle fuel taps installed on the bike. What do you do for the rear single plunger suspension? Like, how do you make that better? Just, like, um, rework uh, like the, somebody, somebody... Right, the way it? he had that thing set up, it looked like what he'd done is he'd gotten a older, like, uh, early 60s racing rear suspension system and put that in the bike. And he was one of those guys, he's like, well, you know... That should have been easy to find in the world. Yeah, 14, <laughs> he owns, like, 14 motorcycles, and they're all interesting. But they're all daily riders. So that's his game, is everything he has is a daily rider. I think he's the president of the BSA club in Marin County or San Francisco kind of thing. So he meets up with the BSA club guys. Really interesting cat with a very interesting bike. And it was sitting there its entire time. Bike's got 60,000 miles on it. The motor's never been rebuilt. So it was sitting there, and uh, he said it will mark its territory for you know a good pit, a good bit. But when he did go out, he did three soft kicks. And then he gave it one real kick, and it lit up on the on that real kick. So he moved things around, three kicks, and then that fourth kick, when he meant for it to go, it went. And he fucked off into the distance like a trained professional. And uh, I was I was very impressed, because I have ridden a Black Shadow, and I will not say anything good about the experience. One, I was fucking scared. Not of the bike, but of damaging the bike. Right. I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a thing, really, don't ride bikes you can't afford. And I was kind of 
I was kind of peer pressured into writing it. And so I didn't really want to write it. But honor was at stake. That was the deal. It was honor was at stake kind of thing. And it was like, (laughs) fuck, man, I'm going to be the guy that goes out and borrows somebody's bike and kills it. And it's going to be a black shadow. So if you're going to kill something, kill something expensive. You know, suck dick for the rest of my life. (laughs) And, uh, but... I'm sure I'd learn to like it after a while. A yeah. forever. Right. That's, oh, it. Yeah. That's it. We're dealing with insidious customers at a motorcycle. Right, place. yeah. No, not really much. <laughs> column A, column B. The, uh, but yeah, long and short of it was I didn't have fun riding the bike. And then also, the bike itself didn't feel good. The bike, to me, when I was riding it, felt like one of those leftover, poorly assembled Royal Enfields from like the early 90s or late 80s. It just had that overall sense. Weak in the middle, kind of like. Yeah, hinged in the middle, didn't feel good. And brakes weren't real... Nothing felt good on the bike. Vague at best. And I'm sure that in 1959 or whatever, it was probably hot shit, but... Fantastic. Not for this guy. You know, I'm an 80s girl. I like my stuff to work really, a uh, Were the controls on that all backwards? Yes. Like, shit, break yeah. on them? Yeah. They That's also a lot of no fun every time. Yeah. 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 Material girl. Even in, my, even in my heyday of owning a lot of British bikes and riding a little British bikes, it still takes you a second. It mm-hmm. still is like... And the panic stop, it's just you push everything down. <laughs> So, you know, like, hey, you're going to get the gear shift in there and you're going to get the brake in there. Just push everything down. You know, grab everything you can grab and push everything down all at the same time. And you will get stopped slightly before the point of impact, hopefully. If you can get there before that, that'd be good for everyone. So that's my story. And uh, what you been doing this week, Steve? Uh, Not too much. I rode my zip-tied PC-800. <laughs> Pretty much all week because I'm getting ready for winter. And yeah, prepared that for winter and then uh, hey, changed the zip ties. You, you weren't at the uh, put on your winter zip ties. The DGR were you to see the Pacific oh. Ghost? No, you know. Oh. Uh, so a guy showed up on a PC800 called the Pacific Ghost, and so you think you're the zip tie together? Well, he had abandoned the zip ties a long time yeah. ago. And just kind of shucked all the plastic. And he's off. gone straight to sheet metal screws. It's just yeah. sheet metal screws, uh, old retreads, kind of using as sort of bodywork. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. this was the full war. This Mad Max bike, PC Mad Mike's. Yeah. 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 yeah, yes. The coolant container was a mason jar. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Glass mason jar too. Glass, glass mason jar. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Looked like it was full of piss. Well, <laughs> PC eight hundred. Yeah, he needs to listen to the last episode. But I had to work. I, we were doing a project. And uh, the, we have a process that uh, you put sludge in and it digests it down or whatever. Okay. But it overflows into the tank that we were cut. We had the concrete cut out of it, and that's where they were working. And so I had to run. I had to dewater sludge and lower that tank down, or it would have overflowed into into those tanks that we were uh, working on. So I I couldn't make. I mean, I had to press sludge on. And by sludge, you mean poop. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> solid. He's in the middle of a shitstorm, basically. Exactly. Sludge could be any number. Shitty scenario, man. Well, it's been yeah. processed. By that point, it's not exactly it's food. Basically, back, it's anaerobic bacteria mm-hmm. that you press the sludge right. and then the water out of. But, but it was no fun. So you have to do that by hand? <laughs> yeah. Little like mud that. pies? No, I do it through my shirt. You know, I pile it through my shirt and I and I flop it on the ground. Nice. <laughs> So that was my Sunday instead of being able to ride my motorcycle. Yeah. But you know what? You got to do what you, you got to do. You got to do your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to do your job. That sucks. I, I, we did have a good DGR. We had a really good DGR. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say I missed you, but we had 9,000 motherfuckers on that ride. So <laughs> how, how many started out? 9,001. <laughs> I think we lost one bike. 
Okay. I actually don't think we lost. No, he recovered. It was 142 bikes or something. 142. It was. The numbers are varied between 129 and 142. So I've Is heard that the it. largest we've had? It's That's probably it. the largest we've okay. had. Wow. Yeah, probably the largest we've had. We had over, we had, I think we had 170 registered. Because so. those uh, Mount Pleasant wheeling Listen. figures didn't show up. No, they yeah. didn't. I was hoping they'd all be in tuxes and tails oh, and shit. It was a good ride, and it was a lot of fun. We all had a good time, and it, it worked that out well. It was a nice route, too. Dude, the blockers, yeah. all of my blockers, <laughs> fucking A. Everybody who blocked traffic, fucking fantastic. I can't thank you guys enough, because I was like, nobody's going to block. Okay, so there's my, there's my Sunday. Not that everybody can see this. Jesus Christ. But it, <laughs> Jesus this is uh, Christ. me on a tractor moving Oh, that is you moving shit on a tractor? And this is a phone <laughs> that I could actually put in my ass. I can get this phone into prison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to take at least 90 seconds of warm-up. But, I mean, this is truly, this is the Samsung... What the fuck, man? I might rather have that than, like, three, two or three fingers. <laughs> My God. That's only, this like, a two-finger phone. This is a two-finger phone. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, if I got away from the doctor's office and that was the only thing they shoved up my ass, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah. That is a small phone, dude. I am going to win lunch because of this phone. Oh, you are? Yeah. Is, I bet they is bet lunch a new phone? 30 days. Yeah. I can't use this phone for 30 oh, days. Oh, God. Oh, pfft. I said I could do that on my head. They don't, like, knew the, they don't know you well. I hate mm-hmm. I hate talking to anybody right. anyway, and yeah. I hate texting. So right. what the hell? I'd rather just use that. Right? Yeah. It's not even like I can't call it new phone. Who this? Yeah. It's bad phone. Yeah. Like primitive phone. <clears throat> Text. What the hell is that? <clears throat> so you could get a smart pager. Hit him on the Motorola. <laughs> get the sports. They didn't shut all those frequencies down. Oh, like use it for transmitting porn now. So. <laughs> so now Johnny Chrome, you bought some shit. I was driving across America, and I saw. What's that? First of all, yeah. Oh, 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 that's right. Okay, I'll let you. Yeah, yeah. Because it is, we do have a birthday at the table. Happy birthday to you. It's not embarrassing or anything. Happy birthday, dear Johnny Rowe. Happy birthday to you. So, how old are you now? Forty-six. Forty-six. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good age, man. That's a good age. Yeah. If you were whiskey, you'd be awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all day. Yeah. Wow. Five years old, five days older than me. Ten fifty-five this yeah. morning, man. Showed wow. up time for lunch. Is your birthday too? Next week. Last Saturday. Last Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. So you got a birthday present that you bought yourself? That I bought myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I bought a. I bought a. Uh, would it wind up being 26, 26 and two thirds cents per cc? Nice. <laughs> a quarter a cc. Yeah, yeah. A quarter two, a two, cc. Two hundred dollar motorcycle. I bought an eighty one. It can't has title. No, it does not. Okay, no All title. Right. All right. Eighty one Kawasaki CSR seven fifty. Oh, the CSR twin. The, the twin cylinder. Yeah. The twin cylinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, you yep. had a soft spot for those. Haven't you? That's my seven fifty B has been his. That's my weakness. favorite engine. Man. <laughs> that's your spirit animal. That's my favorite engine. <laughs> yep. Excuse me. Spirit engine. But uh, yeah, it's it was abandoned at the Stutz house. He bought it. He bought a house recently. Yeah. The bike was on the property. <laughs> uh, he has a friend who's a trooper. Mm-hmm. And they ran it. Just ran the numbers. It's never been reported stolen. It's okay. never been, you know. Um, I, I a little mousy whispered and whispered the name of the last guy it was registered oh, to. Good. Even though you know the mousies aren't supposed to do that, right? But, yeah. Um, if that I helps. should want to go and try and track a top, which I really don't give a shit. Right. I, I bought it for the engine. 
Oh, then you don't even. You know, know. Yeah. I voted for the engine and the rear wheel. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. The nicer rear wheel that I've got, and right. it's already got a matching sprocket for gearing. And... Everything's ready. Yeah. Well, that's cool. But, nice. Yeah. So those, yeah. I mean, so those seven fifty Bs. I have never owned one. Mm-hmm. I've never owned a seven, a parallel twin Kawasaki seven fifty in any of its many forms. Uh, I know that they they existed as a KZ. Now, nope. did did any of those transfer into the world of the GPZs, or were the GPZ seven fifty all fours? Those were all fours. GPZs were all fours, right? Um, the B model for four years for seventy six, seventy seven, seventy eight, seventy nine. Yeah, was a standard. Big, ugly. Big standard bike. A lot yeah. of people mistook it for like a 1000 because the tank is almost the same shape as a 1000. It is, yeah. The profile of the engine looks very similar because right. it is a double overhead cam engine. Okay, all right. I mean, it's very similar looking. I mean, if you know your Kawasaki's, obviously it's not the same right. as a four-cylinder, but a lot of people, oh, that's a nice Cal 1000. So. Know, Cal 900 or whatever. Um, in 80... So they didn't try... To, the fact that it's a parallel twin, I guess what I'm asking is... A lot of companies, when you have a parallel twin, like the XS or the Honda CB500T, the manufacturer will go to a lot of lengths to make the bike look British or look different. Mm. With the CB500T, they, they really made the bike look British. Oh, yeah, totally. Honda yeah. did. Yeah. But and I like so your did. quote, John. It was, I think it was your quote that you, somebody, you said What's that? it was the most advanced of the British bike Copies. It was. I thought it was. I really did. The, the, it was a dual overhead cam. The, well, the the yeah. first Wack Kawasaki Over. took was almost the direct copy. Uh, sure. That was. Of, yeah. Was it a Triumph or was it a Norton? I thought it was more of a Norton. I think a Norton the, yeah. the W650, yeah, W650 of the It was so direct copy. It was a non-unit engine and trans exactly. and a separate primary. Yeah. And, yeah. It was a Japanese Triumph. Right. So they kind of got that name from that model. Sure. And then when this one came around in 76, a lot of people were still calling this Japanese Triumph. But in reality, it's the furthest thing from. Right. The Yamaha 650 was a, was more of a Triumph. Oh, yeah. Built, Absolutely. Uh, structurally. Um, and, and several others of the uh, twin cylinder parallel variety. Right. This thing was not. This thing is a, it's a, it is a shim over bucket motor, sure. but it's a, it's a, it's a shim motor. It's, it's not a, a rocker motor. motor. It's pretty modern. It's not it's, a push rod. Right. Oh no, no, yeah. not a push rod. Yeah, it's pretty modern. It's, you know, all the British it's DOHC. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know automatic cam chain tension, or it's mm-hmm. it's all the all the stuff you'd want in a modern engine. They were even in '76. They were uh, diaphragm carburetors or, mm-hmm. or constant velocity yeah. carburetors. Probably doesn't leak. Um, <laughs> theoretically, it doesn't leak. Electric they start. they have the same they have the same head gasket ales as CB750s. Oh, you mean they're always they leaking? Always weak. Not really bad. And just no, weak. Just wet. They also share the same tachometer drive as most Kawasaki's. Okay. Tech drives always leaking. Yeah. I'm wondering that they're pretty good engines. They, That's techy. They make the same. <laughs> they make the same torque yeah. as a CB750 four cylinder. Okay. Yeah. But instead of having to get to seven thousand RPM like the Honda, <laughs> right, right. The twin cylinder Kawasaki is there at three yeah. at three, and it continues. Yeah. For you know, until like so, it's the definition of a big twin. So it's yeah, it's, it's a it's, big parallel it's, twin. Yeah, it's a big parallel twin. Yeah. There's something nice um, about getting to your torque early. It does make less power it. than the, the Honda. It makes like right. 13 the last horse, but right. only only 55 horsepower. Right. Whatever, yeah. but uh, it's yeah, totally they, workmanlike. They That's... made it. Uh, they made it as the standard up until '80. Mm-hmm. In '81, you could get the same same basic standard. But with a little more. So of I a, remember they, the duck's ass they tail the, section. Yeah, the little tail section in the back made the side covers smaller. If anyone's ever seen the side covers on the seventy six to, to, to seventy nine models, yeah, 
They're, They're about the size of yeah. a fucking sail panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the side of, of I don't even know what. They're huge. They're they're got to be a foot long. Mm-hmm. You know, they they go yeah. all the way in and, and and right up to the base of the carburetors almost. Yeah. Um, they didn't want they you to see a, anything. Yeah, they made they the called light. it the M model in eighty eighty one. Okay. Same engine, same basic airbox, same basic frame. Changed the duct's ass, changed the seat, um, changed the side covers. And at the same time, they split that and made a parallel line. Okay. That was the M, and some of the M's were, were labeled LTD, right? Okay. But it was still standard. It, it was, was still, yeah. It, it was still chain a, drive and everything was yeah, normal. Yeah, and it had a fairly yeah. flat seat and tank. Okay. And then they... Because normally LTD indicated slope back horse. To, to like some extent. LTD meant, usually meant sway back yeah, horse. The, the twin wasn't as yeah, much. It, it was a little bit, but not yeah. much. And then the really the swayback model was the parallel, which is the CSR. The CSR, yeah. And that's yeah. super duper teardrop tank. Yeah. Uh, I think the main look, looking at it, Sports I think the main. Styling. I think yeah. the main loop of the frame is the same, mm-hmm. but the where the spars for the tail section go off have to be four inches lower. So in other words, right under your key. Oh yeah, right under your head. is like four inches yeah, lower right. on the get CSR the low seat models. height. Get the low seat height the kids um, like. Yeah. And they run they run aluminum rims. They run, well, if you've got lace spokes, they run aluminum lace yeah. spokes instead of uh, steel rims steel like the, the other ones. Um, one of the variants was the CSR was even available in uh, belt drive. Oh really? Because I remember the little yeah. CSRs, the three hundred five CSRs were belt drive. Three hundred fives. Yeah. yeah. Four. No, not 440s. 454. 454s. 454 twins. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They, were, they were belt drive. Um, yeah. 550s? 535. No, that's Wasn't that 535? Oh, yes, yeah. The four-cylinder, four right. I think 550 was 550, available. yeah. And then that 750 was available uh, with a belt. Yeah. And thank goodness, thank whatever deity I don't believe in, <laughs> that this one isn't. It's a yeah. good old standard chain standard drive. Standard chain drive. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... And the guy I got it from, he said, well, yeah, I definitely heard it run on a bottle and this and that. And yeah, it needed right. carb clean, which I yeah. knew it. I heard it run the night I bought it off of, off of Ether. Okay. Yeah. And my little tiny thing that I bought from... Um, little lithium battery jump starter? Yeah, 400 cold drinking amps. things are fucking amazing, aren't they? Fucking... Yeah. It's only right. slightly bigger than my phone. Exactly. You plug that thing in, and you're just... As but, soon as you hit the start button, you're waiting for explosions. Uh, it was a very... You're waiting for lithium on fire. Slow. Yeah. But I mean, it, it did it. Yeah. But, uh... Popped it off the truck and cleaned the carbs yeah. the, the next night. And right. It, and it runs. That's, That's pretty good. That's cool. Missing the boots for the air cleaner. Mm-hmm. Or the, the, the air handlers. Compliance fittings that go from the carb to the box. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't want to rev out. But right. I mean, but I literally took a piece of cardboard. Yeah. I literally took a piece of cardboard and modulated the airflow. As yep. it, and I mean, it will rev as long as you. you and know. that's a pro tip. If your bike <laughs> won't rev out and you got nothing, there's nothing yeah. in the way of the air going in. A little bit of Gorilla Tape over the intakes. Par- partially blocking Partially blocking them. Mm-hmm. And if the bike revs the way it should, all of a sudden, you're like, you can buy that bike now. Yeah. Because it will rev out. You just have got to balance the airflow. Also, to tuning tip do. to some extent. If you don't yeah. know if you're rich or lean, yeah. you know, yeah. if you if you cover a portion of the carburetor, be careful not to cover the the air jets, the right. air intake jets that feed the emulsion wells. Right. But I mean, and don't cover the slot that feeds the uh, the diaphragm. The diaphragm. Yeah. But I mean, if you take some air away okay. and things are better, then you know you are lean. One strip of e tape right yeah. across the mouth of the carburetor. If it gets worse, you and, know you were yep. rich. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's an excellent down and dirty way to tune something or find out what a problem is. Because you know, until the bike's spinning and revving the way it should, and 
getting building RPMs, it can be a real bitch to diagnose problems. Mm-hmm. If you can just put a piece of tape, e tape across the belt, the mouth of the carburetors, while wow, all of a sudden the thing revs like it should, you got full <laughs> RPM range now. Now you can diagnose problems. So that's pretty cool. That's neat. Yeah. Michael Fresh, you got anything fun? Uh, nothing extreme. Uh, went for a ride with my wife through the Metro Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we had uh, Piper was away at, at camp. Camp uh, uh, Christopher or whatever. Yeah. So they had fun. We had fun. It was a nice ride. <laughs> uh, the leaves are not changing. They're not changing. Yeah. They're just yeah. not, it wasn't quite as yeah. beautiful it's as we in hoped for. Yeah. But it was a nice little ride. Got out there. I'm expecting... I'm expecting. I thought so. Really? <laughs> tomorrow I'm supposed Four to be getting a bike from Bruce. Oh, you're going to be getting uh, a bike tomorrow? Uh, yes, it would be a 1967-ish uh, Honda Trail 90. Trail 90, yeah. yeah with yeah. Uh, the leading length front fork. Yeah, the early stuff. Trail 90. kind of like it. It looks nice. Huh? Yeah. Well, that's I cool. Have, I don't have one currently, so <laughs> it'll be my umpteenth Trail 90. But it's but it, it'll be the only one now. Yeah, it'll uh, be the only uh, one at the moment? Let's see. I'm uh, definitely under 50 cents. $150, do you think, was too yeah. much? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. 150 bucks is probably safe. Probably, I don't think it's a title, okay. but I don't think it's really going to matter. I still have my plate from Yeah, that is. That's, that's over a buck a dollar. That's $1.50 a CC. Right. Well, I'm not very good at math. <laughs> <laughs> it's your rule. It's not. my rule. It's your rule. It's the Michael Fresh rule, goddammit. Okay. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to that. I Something new. I haven't bought a new bike in a long time. So. Yeah. New. I like that. A new, uh, new. new to me. Yeah. Oh, and I and? found the title to my CM200T. Get out of here. I thought I was lost. I was getting ready to just be like... Oh, you were like title free, and then all of a sudden you got a Digging through my drawer looking for a high school picture of the cheerleader on my shoulder and everything. And right. There it was. You found something far more valuable. Fuck yeah. A motorcycle title. <laughs> <laughs> Can I trade this picture of me with a girl on my shoulder for a title? No. Not even at the Ohio Title Bureau. I think we'll talk about it later, but the Scoot and Shoot, Bruce had thrown out a date and we were starting to talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about Scoot and Shoot when we get to the events section of our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Pete, what you got? Uh, Not too much. Done a little wrenching. Not a lot of riding. Uh, Went out with, uh, did some sports car driving this week. A buddy of mine's got a uh, sports car made by Miata. We're all familiar with it. Kind of a ladies car, but. You to drive. You were out having fun on all fours. Yeah, exactly. You're out in the MX5. Yes, exactly. Don't call it a Miata. I don't care what you call it. Yeah. So uh, no, we did. We had a nice day. Uh, one of these last good weather days of the week. Uh, yeah. In the last week, did about 300 miles in the car, really tearing it up, and then. Uh, oh, this was on open roads. You were grand. Oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah, grand touring. Yeah, you were grand touring. GT. Yeah, GT. You're doing yeah. a little GT drive. Tourism. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But same roads I usually ride my motorcycle on, except for we didn't go off road at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> Not at first. That's but... a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> we have gone off road in the past, I can tell you that. <laughs> Did some field expedient body work to get ourselves home. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm off for a couple weeks, uh, starting Monday, so I'm going to take nice. off next week, do a little, a little sojourn. Don't know where I'm going yet. Can depend on the hurricane weather, right? We're getting we're south. getting fallout yeah. now, so it's like yeah. this is that time of the year. So October in Cleveland, we don't generate our own weather at this point. We suffer from other people, yeah. so it's like the bad decisions of other people affect us. So it's like having a neighbor with bad credit. Sometimes it affects you. It's the week after yeah. Thanksgiving. We get all the leftovers. Right, we get leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to bike in the driveway today. Had the seat off and yeah. wired in my. Uh, 
electric an outlet for the electric gear. So right. I'll be uh, yeah. So you're getting you're getting to that point. I'll be high and dry and warm next week. You're weekend. making your commitments to yeah. the winter time. Yes. And I found some acorns under the seat there too. And I have no. Now idea. wait a second. Now, under the seat? Yeah. Whoa. Way up deep in there. I'm like, oh, how did really? That, shit that is not there? a good sign. No, that's what I said. That is. Balls. Did you smell your air filter? Uh, it didn't get in the air box. Shazam will give you 300 bucks for it. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, it's, I, somebody showed me a picture with acorns in the air filter. How did I see that? Who's, we've who's had, that? we've had, we've just had, just recently yeah. somebody. Oh, really? We've had, we've had vermin problems here that, oh, the decon air filter. I, I got them. No, but to, to the point where <laughs> that BMW that came in, that 76 BMW, the R90, when that thing came in. You could not have pressed. That was a condominium for for many. Yes. If I would have said, here's 25 pounds of corn. Let's see how much of it you can fit into this BMW motor. First, I'm going to have to eat it and shit it out. Well, that might have been the better way to do it, right? Yeah. The, uh, and we're going to put it in the motor. It was, it was crazy. Everything we took apart on that bike had more stuff caked into it. And it was so packed in. Plus, there was also dead animals in it. So there were dead mice in there. So among the food was cadavers. Nice. So I don't know if they Is ate so Nazi much song? that they couldn't get out. Yeah, yeah. I had my TW. Yeah. <laughs> TW two hundred when I owned it. Um, the the chipmunks had packed the air box full of acorns, yeah. and the thing would run, but it was running like it was on choke. I couldn't exactly. get it to like. You're always on choke. So yeah. I pulled the side cover off the air box, and it was like. The Woody Allen scene with the gumball machine, where the gumballs were just like pouring out, and they won't stop. <laughs> yeah, there must have been like two hundred acorns. Well, because it's like okay, it's enough for the winter. Yeah, I no, guess. they just like the more acorns are, the more they're going to pack. Like they don't ever stop. Let's put it in the bike. That's it. Indubitably, and they're just and they never run out of acorns. They just run out of places to stash them. So yeah, it's time to get a cat in the garage. When you, yeah, when you pull them open, and then the the ba- if there's babies in oh, there. Oh yeah. They yeah. fall out. My kids are like, why do you smash them? I'm like, because I don't want any more to go. Well, yeah, because at that point. <laughs> would you prefer I drown them? Yeah. <laughs> I've tried throwing them as far as I can. They come back. Woo! <laughs> 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 what was that all about? Speaking of wildlife, I had a skunk under my porch last Saturday, I yeah. think it was. Yeah. Sprayed one of the dogs. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. And then oh, the skunk sucks. wouldn't come out. I was shooting him with a BB gun. Oh, God. <laughs> I could see I was hitting him. And every time like, you shoot him with a BB gun, he'd be like, squirt. No, he was like flinching, but he wouldn't come out from under the porch. And I was like, I'm not going to come out into the fire of BB <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you the way I do. I do. I'm going down in a hail of bullets. Yeah, you okay? Excuse me. I'm a skunk, bitch. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I've been uh, anti-wildlife uh, all week. Oh, man. That, yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. The best thing you do, you got a skunk out of your porch. Make friends. I'd throw yeah. firecrackers on I thought of that later on. Yeah. 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 We, we do have... We have bank on site, we have some pretty violent shit. Yes, we have some stuff in here that, that firemen shouldn't know about. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, I mean, even Mexican firemen are like, fuck that, man. Man? Yeah, they won't touch that shit. That's bad. I concur. I do, I do recall you making the acquaintance of the... Uh, Local constabulary when we were at Mid Ohio. I did. They came over. Mm-hmm. And I did. Have a <laughs> they were, they were duly impressed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They wanted to know everything about my collection of noise making devices, but mostly they wanted to see my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Uh, 
I can tell you, if you do drive across uh, America with a pickup truck and California license plates on it, you will get to meet some state troopers. Yeah. And yeah, that could so have had about? something to do with the 90 no, mile No, it did not, because I was, I was using Waze, so I knew these okay. police officers were there well in advance. Uh. And I mean, I could see them a mile and a half away, and I'd slowed my speed down, 74 mile, 75 mile per hour zone. I went past them at like 76 and a half. So you didn't stop, you didn't go through Colorado. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, with hell of Colorado, it's it's over the counter oh, right. legal in yeah, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't... could have brought home, you know, anything sportsman like quantities. Yeah. But the uh, the point was, I had nothing. But apparently, I'm the only one. So because twice, two different officers pulled me over with just the loosest of potential probable causes. And in one case, mm-hmm. apparently, I had not used my blinker. And I said, "You mean after I passed you, and then pulled." Back into the right lane after passing a truck to allow you to go past me, you're suggesting that at that particular instance, I didn't use my blinker, knowing full well that you were behind me? That was the one time I decided, you know, let's surprise him. I've just passed the cop. <laughs> right. He's behind me currently. I'm going to pull in front of him. I'm going to pull in front of him and not use my blinker. And then I'm going to get out of his way and not use my blinker. So in a lifetime of not using your blinker, that would be the one time you would use it. And he's like... Well, I didn't see it. I was blinking. <laughs> yeah, at the exact same sequence. I get it now. It makes sense. But mostly he just wanted to run me through and make sure I didn't have any weed in the truck. Which, you know, there's no room for it. I mean, the bed was as empty as a bed's ever been. So it would have been the perfect one of, like, the whole truck was made of marijuana. <laughs> but, like, but yeah, because, like, the bed, there's never been an emptier bed. I mean, I felt like I was committing. (laughs) No, I felt like I was committing a crime because I drove from San Diego to Cleveland and didn't bring anything with me. Like, a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed too, right? Once again, you know, I wanted to accomplish a life goal, and I did. But the, uh, but yeah, when the cop pulls me over, I mean, it was kind of like. So, what about the second stop? The second stop was great because the second time the guy pulled me over, I was still a little bit angry because that guy set me back like 18 minutes. Because for people who do time and distance, what you know is when you stop, you don't just lose the nine minutes that you're stopped. You lost the nine minutes that your ghost car kept going. So you got to, you know, stay with your ghost car, stay with your pace car. And so you're behind 18 minutes at that point. It'll take you about nine hours to get back that 18 minutes um, at reasonable terms. So you could have kept going to New York to finally catch catch up to yourself. Right, exactly. That's pretty much how it works, right? And so I was still pissed off at the first guy pulling me over, you know, broad daylight course i don't want any challenges but so the second guy when i saw him pulling me over he got in behind me as they do i was like oh shit so as soon as i saw the filaments in his overhead lights warm up i was already in the breakdown lane like this guy was just like he almost he, went past you. he almost did i mean I'm, i made it tough for him so like as soon as he flipped the switch it was like his switch was tied to my brakes because as soon as the light went on i was already like in the breakdown and on the brakes hard I made it very challenging. And then as soon as I got the vehicle stopped, I put both of my hands on the roof of the inside of the vehicle, the headliner. Right? It's like and, you're a felon. And you're a he felon. came over to the right-hand side. Well, you know, I've got the I've got the world's cheapest F-150, so it doesn't have a power door lock or a power window. <laughs> and you got to be lurched to reach the fucking opposite door handle in that thing because it's, it's a full-size truck. So he comes over to the right, you know, Mr. Sneaky Guy comes up to the right-hand side of the car in broad daylight wearing a big round hat. And uh, so I saw him, I looked over and I was like, I was like, um, no power windows and the door's locked. And he goes, 
well, open the door. And I went, you cool with that? You know, don't want to get shot today. The cops have been shooting people lately. So I reached over and opened up the door and whatnot and explained the whole thing and gave him the whole rap. And uh, I started, of course, with, you know, I want you to know I have a concealed carry permit, but I'm not carrying it today. And I was a former law enforcement officer in Ohio and you know, on the job there for four years, et cetera, et cetera. And he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, I figured when I saw the hands up on the thing and that you're, you, you know, there's only two people to do that. Cops and felons. And he goes, and I figured the way you pulled over and everything and gave me a lot of room and whatnot, you probably weren't a felon. Only people that have been through this do this. Right. You were either <laughs> on the backside of the gun or on the front <laughs> side of the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's like that with a lot of things in life. You know, the people who are a lot really experienced with it know how to do it right. And uh, so, yeah, he was great because he just looked in and he goes, I said, bought the truck two days ago. Plates around because California does. You can hang the plates on there for a while. And uh, bought the truck two days ago, that kind of thing. You know, you you drove to California to buy a truck. You say that like that's shocking. I said, have you seen trucks in Cleveland? And I said, no rock salt. I'm like, this truck's 10 years old and has 100,000 miles on it. It looks like brand new. No, officer, I flew to California. Exactly. Oh, my arm's tired. <laughs> and he was great. And so he was that guy. Yeah, he was that cop. He was just like, yeah, cool, man. Have a good day. Like, didn't even run me. So he only cost me like nine minutes. And so, yeah. So hats off to him. He's, you know, he's out there keeping us safe uh, from all the... You know, gluten that we're there smuggling no in from California. You, you weren't fun. No, it wasn't. At least been interesting. Yeah, fuck this he, guy. He didn't even have to unholster. No, he didn't have to unholster. He didn't have to do shit. He's going to start talking to me or something. I got to get out of here. Like, like, some yeah. like, fuck gonna get There's other people to fuck with. If I'm going to fuck with somebody, let's make it worth my while. But yeah, so that's like that's that's kind of an old lady cry or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go watch somebody not change a tire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 18 state troopers, and that can see the guy on the side of the road, the old lady on the side of the road trying to change her tire. Oh, and there's two state troopers sitting in the middle waiting to write somebody a speeding ticket. I'm like, they're not just in my visible spectrum of light. You know, it's not just like my especially, you know, non cop eyes can see them. I'm pretty sure your cop eyes can see them too. They're not invisible old ladies changing tires. Like, I'll say that Ohio yeah. state troopers, though. Do stop and help people. Fuck yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, Ohio State yeah. troopers always stop and help some if they're broken down. No, they stop. The and they put on their coveralls. They come out and change tires. Yeah. Mm. Sure about that. Mm. They're cool. What, you got a mouse in your beer? Oh, the bottom Strange of that brew. one had like... Uh, yeah. That's... I mean, this is an unfiltered Belgian wheat, but the bottom of that one looked yeah. especially skanky. Sediment. <laughs> <laughs> you can get like a case That's where for, all the heroin is. case for every mouse. Oh, yeah. eh? So mm-hmm. you can get six of them. You get, I can uh, see from here. Yeah, you get like uh, 104. Anybody want a beer? Anybody want a beer? <laughs> Pass it on down to Chris Smith. He wants a beer. So, Oscar, what have you been doing? Sediment. Uh, uh, nothing much. Jekyll. A lot of work. We got the DGR last week. Yeah. And that's about as far you as You pulled off the DGR like a pro. You ran traffic on a thousand-year-old Vespa. I know. <laughs> and, and, and the looks of everybody else looking at my 58 Allstate was like, what the fuck just happened? happened? Every five minutes, you just go, you were like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. out. I mean, yeah. I was like trying to race you a little bit. And I'm like, well, I'm giving, I'm obviously two and a half Oscars. <laughs> but his bike is from the 50s. <laughs> but yeah, I was impressed. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a fun bike. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, the, I mean. That bike, yeah. that bike, first and place that I ever did was it went to inch, Sean and I eight concert. Inch, eight inch wheel, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. with no damper with no damper, front, just, just a spring. spring. Pogo stick, mm-hmm. one spring, one spring. So yeah. the engine, there's not really much you can do to a 58 engine. No. There's no kit, or, no. you don't get it. Or it, it. 
Apparently it's, you can it's, just write it's, it. It's gotten some work done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it might be it might be lightly ported. I don't think there's going to be anything beyond a little light porting in that motor. Yeah. But yeah. They don't make a whole lot of cylinder kits for that. Well, it's no. pretty good. I couldn't. I was like, it was shocking. Yeah, I, I would look. I kept looking either. in my rear. I, I would pull up a distance, and I would look behind me, and the blockers would show up. And at one point, we had you know 900 turns within a relatively short period of time, mm-hmm. and one of the people who was riding behind me, she kind of I, I waited at the thing, and we were kind of we weren't blasting through every light. No. What we were doing was we were doing a little coverage thing. So like. When it was a bad intersection, we would stop. If you run out of blockers, right? just wait. Just wait. Yeah. And it worked out pretty well. You can organize yourself like that so that you only stop at about 50% of the lights. We made it to every one of our destinations ahead of time, mm-hmm. ahead of schedule. And, But at one point, somebody was like, we don't have any more blockers! In a complete state of panic. <laughs> right? And, 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 I, and I literally looked at her and I was like, I was like, yeah, and we don't need them. Like, we're cool. Like, that's why we're stopping for the 19-lane intersection, you know, the 19-level road. And it was funny that people, I think, get used to the idea oh, yeah. of riding with blockers yeah. so that when there's no blocker anymore and we peel through an intersection and people are just like, Ugh. I'm like, look, if you feel like helping, there was yeah, the, at it. have at it. Right? That was a big it percentage of the people yeah. that were riding that, you can tell that they weren't used to people blocking because they were kind of trying to block you right. or, or kind of <laughs> trying to block well, you out of your Yeah, or, or, or speeding you. I think we to hear a little story from a certain somebody. Oh, really? Well, yeah. <laughs> I would like to hear a story. <laughs> well, I'll, I guess I'll tell we can my, change. We can change the name. From my the perspective, names. when yeah. we pulled into the sipping post, right, right. I saw a rather hot person to my right. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go talk to this guy. I'm like, what's going on, John? I'm like, okay, hey, okay. Hey, hey, hey. Well, I'm going to be right. your wingman here. All right, yeah. Cool. I'm like, uh, realize hey. we don't really want to fight. This is kind of like, hey, oh. we go. But he was oh, very yeah, high. We did. <laughs> well, and I could see why, though, because apparently from what I make of it, John was blocking or whatever, hey. and one of the guys in the ride, yeah. and he even said, well, I thought you were trying to get way up ahead of me. As so we, he I wasn't know, yeah. letting him in. <gasps> oh. Oh, not only was he not letting me in, I passed the dude, and he pulled back up beside me oh, on really? my right, right to block me from getting over. Jeez. After in yeah. my briefing, in I an saw oncoming traffic lane, with, the blockers will uh, be overtaking. It wasn't close, close, right. but I mean, I could see that yeah. I needed to get. So the he obviously over. wasn't paying attention during the safety briefing. Yeah, so he wasn't paying attention when John walked up and stood there. Right, but when the like, smoke started pouring out of the back of his head from John staring at yeah. him, I was kind of like, "Hey." Uh, he, my buddy would like to talk to you. Right. Yeah. Why well, are you going to fuck with my safety guys? He apologized, and right. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, He admitted that he was being a dick and that he didn't really, you know, and I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't understand the way group rides work. But he didn't buy you a beer, did he? No. Huh? Should have bought you a beer. Should have bought you a beer. Yeah. 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 Shame on him. I urinated on his bike while he was in the <laughs> <laughs> Did you not suck on the <laughs> That's fair turn of Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, do, you, do, you drop your, you dro- your teabag. Teabag is yeah, spit out. Yeah, teabag is spit out. But then make yeah. sure you take a picture <laughs> while you're doing it. <laughs> I don't really know who Tack and Speedo. There you go. Tack and Speedo. What's that? Put your balls on my drum set. Then you take the sharpie, not line where your balls are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
because they had one there. point too. There was Don't a guy me. just trying. He wanted to kill a hundred, but you know, he's, mm. we pulled. I pulled over. I yeah. It was down at the steel yard. A car driver. And, yeah, and he's oh, in, you yeah. know, an older guy with a tie and, like, I don't know why he's all dressed up on a Sunday. Oh, maybe he went to church. He's probably just got done coming back from church and he was going home to fuck all those kids in his basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go to Taco Bell and get stale. all those kids to get stale. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, ranting and raving and throwing his hands all the way. Oh, there were all kids the while, in the basement. Yeah. All the while, like, moving, mm-hmm. inching, 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 yeah. inching, well, inching. Like, yeah. what's all this? Why am I going to... Yeah. Well, right at the beginning of the ride, there was a lady who... Broke into the, the yeah. strip of bikes and she was yelling the entire time. Oh, that was she was right at, next to me. At Harvard when yeah. we were going by Alcoa. Yeah. I knew she was coming in and I looked in the window and I saw, I kind of saw who she was and what was going on with her. And I was like, well, we, we, we could have, like, I could have taken one and just like blocked her out, let the whole crew right. get in. Mm-hmm. But I could tell she just wasn't with the program. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't. There was she no was, saving her. No, she, she was, was being just very be, unpleasant. Right. But a ton of people, if you, yeah. you know, we did the wave yeah. thing. Yeah. You, know, wave yeah. you just yeah. give them a one second, you know, right. hey, thanks, yeah. you know. Yeah. People wave back, yeah, I got you, it's cool. We'll yeah. Apparently if you take a, an NGK spark plug apart and crack that white <laughs> oh, yeah. ceramic insulator, oh, yeah. bit, all you need to do is throw it at the window. Mm-hmm. So if you just throw it at the driver's window, Ceramic has such a hard edge to it like that it will shatter <laughs> a, a side glass window. I would never do Think that, about doing that, but just saying. I'm not going to do anything, right. but you pull out in the middle of 140 oh, yeah, yeah. bikes, right. and right. you're going to have 12 of them in your Oh, door. yeah, yeah, you're going to have, yeah, you, yeah, could have yeah. you might have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, that's that would be... Uh, that would be your worst day. We might look like the Cleveland Bar Association. That was the joke. <laughs> Riding yeah. around. How come those cops didn't pull us over? <laughs> look at us. We look like the Cleveland Bar Association. <laughs> a bunch of lawyers on motorcycles. It looked, Have a nice day. And then I looked around at our group and I was like, oh my God, we are. We were the whitest, gray beard, paunchy belly, ties. You know, a lot of the guys didn't even change out of their work clothes. You know, they didn't, like, go, like, oh, distinguished, like, or dapper we, with it. They straight up wore their work clothes. Everybody yeah. just got out of church or something. Yeah, it was like, yeah. right, right, right. a church yeah. ride. Oh, right. my God. It looked, like, it looked like 150 yeah, we, people We going saw to a court. couple cup cars at, at the beginning of us. That, yes, that, that, and a like, state trooper and everything. And that state trooper looked at us and was like, yeah. Um, no, no, I don't see in that spectrum of life. I got pulled over once. Yeah. And I said I was on my way. I was I had my guitar on my back because I used to play uh, bass guitar for church. Sure. I said I'm on my way to church. Right. And the guy said, "Well, then I have to let you go because I was told that if you're on your way to worship, we're not allowed to pull anybody over." I'll be using that one all the time. Okay. Say, say what? That was like the start, like the captain's rule. Which municipality was this, or was this a Rocky River? Rocky River. Wow. That is amazing. It's so then I got to the church and I canceled church for some yeah. reason. I'm like, how am I going to get back now? <laughs> yeah. I don't think the cop goes church canceled. So, Chris Smith, you were riding your Vulcan 800 Drifter. I was. On yeah. our ride. Yeah. And you were looking very distinguished. Well, that doesn't happen very often. There's nothing about that bike that is vintage. No. I mean, okay. It is a squinting-eyed homage to an old Indian roadmaster. It's vintage. Inspired. Inspired. Exactly. The ride was vintage. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, you were blocking too and everything. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, that was fun. Everybody, everyone got a taste of that. It was it was pretty cool. I, I, was, I just had so much fun. Like, every time we pull an intersection, you guys would show up. You'd materialize out of nowhere. So I would stop, and all of a sudden it would just be like, I could just smell the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> pull up there, you know, like, oh yeah, they're working them hard. 
So, <laughs> you didn't smell any of my brakes. There weren't any. <laughs> Put my feet down. <laughs> so did you have did you have fun on the ride? I did. You know, yeah. it was funny down on Route Eight or uh, uh, Rockside Road where yeah. we tried to get across Rockside Road, and uh, the bikes weren't heavy enough to trip the light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just had to go. Just, it was green going across right. in front of us, and finally we kind of looked. All right, let's give it a whirl. Let's yeah. see how. How and that particular turn is like we had to turn and we had to turn again rather quickly. Yeah. So it had we had to get a lot of people through that intersection and then get their shit together enough to turn them again real quick. Yeah. And uh, that was one of those ones that I was like, "How are we not tripping this light? There's 40 of us." Right. And it, it is true. It, it, a bunch of little dogs don't weigh the same yeah. as one big dog. Concentrated enough. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There was not enough concentrated. You know, mass. in Ohio, by law, you have to wait one, two cycles. Oh, two cycles on the yeah the I second full cycle. You you're go. allowed to go. Really? Which I think caution. is what we did. Proceed with caution. Right. Yeah. If your vehicle does, if your motorcycle does, I've asked. Right. I don't know if I it asked draws into question, or not, but I asked a state trooper. It draws into question. Hmm. What is a cycle? A light cycle. Well, you would have to know. It's um. Well, because Whoa. you're sitting there, you're not going to experience it. You're not oh, going to see it. So you would have to project. On each of the side, yeah. You would have to project. Well, a normal cycle would be 30 seconds, so I'm going to wait a minute. <laughs> no, but actually what happened was right. we had we had red yeah. going south. Right. The guys coming north oh, yeah. cleared. They cleared. And then yeah. east to west went. Yeah. We didn't get uh, green again. Yeah. Coming north, they got right. went left and right, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. then east and west. And we were again. using those times cycle. to reassemble our crew. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I that thought was the biggest thing was. The reason I stopped keeping it from changing. Right, <laughs> and, and there were several times we had four. I had four long stops that I had put in, where I was basically saying, when we can see the sprinter van, yep, we're going to roll. So the idea is that the sprinter van would never actually have to sit for too long. But apparently, as much as we tried going up old Denison Hill, fitting everybody. So, like, I got to the top, and I was telling people, like, get in tight so the back of the group could get up the hill. hill, And apparently, the Roaches um, on their Stellas, the Team Roach, they got, like, a bit up the hill and had to stop. Oh. Well, and I was toward the back of that hill, too. And I I saw all these bikes hanging down the hill. I go, fuck this. So I got... In, in the other lane, pulled all around and said, fuck this. Yeah. Let, let everybody else die. Let those guys fucking hill. sit there. And was that your idea to throw that hill in there just for laughs or what? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say. Oh, you knucklehead, you don't think, why not just go down to Harvard Denison Hill down there, nice gentle slope, you know? Once again, <laughs> thank you, John. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Yeah, Meckle, when Mecklefresh and I were running the route, I, the idea had popped up and I was like, oh, that would just be the shittiest thing to ever do. And then he was like, you know we should do that, right? And, and then we we ran it, and I was like, "Yeah, we got to do that." <laughs> it's a hard, a yeah. hard right and straight up. Yeah, and, yeah. that's a steep. But hill. but the landing area is only about you know thirty square feet up there. Well, that's why yeah. and with, right. with one hundred and forty bikes. Yeah. Jesus. Well, as soon as we I got to the top, could have filled up the parking lot of Dina's. Oh, we could have, yeah. But it was just one of those things where there wasn't enough inertia of the people coming up the hill to keep moving once they got to the top of the hill and fill up the next the oncoming street so like we had enough room had everybody gotten the top of the hill and then moved into the two where you mean yeah 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 because we hadn't posted up and the idea was that we would post up and post up tight and there'd be enough room to get but we just look man if you ask me how long 140 motorcycles is i don't know it's it's a lot longer than that (laughs) it's longer than we thought (laughs) turns out 140 motorcycles Takes a while, yeah. You know, it's a big parade, mm-hmm. so it was a big parade. It was fun. Ooh. 
Yeah, indeed. So they had to kickstart. They probably had to kickstart their bikes because they never have a battery. No, no, I'll bet you they just. I bet you they just held them in neutral on the hill, and then oh, when okay. the, they got their chance, so they, they just stall the shit out of them. So they, I asked, and uh, I was like, "So God, did you stall?" And and Jennifer was like, um, "Fuck you, did I stall?" <laughs> <laughs> like, Jennifer's, like, Jennifer's like, "I don't stall. Yeah. I know this fucking bike, and it is true. <laughs> they're they're very handy on those bikes. Like yeah. those guys know how to ride those fucking bikes." Yeah. Jennifer is an ace fucking rider, so they uh, they didn't stall out going up the hill. I know a lot of people did. So. Red, red yeah. riders are professionals. Red riders are true <laughs> fucking professionals. The red rider scooter gang does not fuck around. So, so how was the? Uh, I didn't get back to Porcos. How was the paella? It was good. Oh my god! It was good, oh yeah. my god! Yeah. What what they have in it? Oh uh, everything. Oh uh, so uh, yeah. mussels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything. Then they also had like uh, roast chicken that yeah. they kind of. Chopped up and threw yeah. on, and a little sweet, like a funky sausage. It was so top. good. Sausage? Any yeah. sausage in there? there I, I don't know if he had sausage in it. There was a lot of peppers and onions. It was simmered and stuff. And it was staff meal. So they had done, they had piled the staff meal on top of us. Mm-hmm. So it was like a Friday night at Porco. It was like, and everybody there was industry people or gen, distinguished gentlemen. Yeah. So what ended up happening was apparently I went into a time vortex. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I went from I went from like six p.m. to like midnight in about like one drink. Yeah, I was waning when I le- I left early. It was probably yeah. seven. Yeah. It, was, it was before dark. It was weird. And if yeah. you stayed much later than that, you had to be. Ex- I can't believe you survived that much. I was, I was I was hurt. I got home when I was wanted to take and go right to bed. I was not in good shape by the time I got home. And once again, though, don't remember getting home. So. Yeah. So that paella cooker, did you guys check that out? Pretty cool, one. isn't it? Oh, oh, it's yeah. a kiddie pool with a gas ring underneath. Oh, it. Yeah. Three gas rings. Yeah, it's pretty outside, cool. Outside, yeah. middle, middle and inside. inside. I looked it's at that. Walk. Yeah, it's so. enough to walk like four dogs at once. It is. Walk, 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 walk. That was a really cool thing. That's a yeah. cool, it's a cool unit. setup. I'll tell you that. And that's pretty neat. Like if you got to feed fifty motherfuckers real fast. Mm-hmm. But but just making paella. And you that's know, what they to, made breakfast on, too. To, yeah. to have mm-hmm. that set up with all those exterior, middle, and interior yeah. burners to be able keep to keep it all it even. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was yeah. very impressed that by the whole Yeah, that's really cool. Porco gets, I mean, we, we give Porco a lot of love, but they really, can you consider, hey, we're going to show up at your rest or your bar on Sunday with 140 people. Cool. And they're, yeah. and they're like, yeah, cool. <laughs> we'll feed you. And you couldn't give them money. I mean, I, yeah. I tried. A lot of people tried giving them money. They wouldn't take money. And they were making Bloody Marys and stuff for people and just like, no, he wasn't, they weren't taking any money. So fucking Porco rocked hard for that whole event. They really did. Well, he yeah. threw out the breakfast too. Good they for him. Did. Yeah, that they, was, they did. I was very impressed. Yeah, they, they really, they have stood up for us many, many times and they are better than we deserve. So <laughs> much love to them. How you loving your uh, bandit, man? I love it. Uh, but, it's one of those things where it, it's a bike that I've wanted for a very long time. So when I bought it, I was, you know, Thinking, oh, it's not, it's not going to be as good as I, I thought it would be. But I love it. The bandit, yeah. and it's like, it is like Pepito Bandito. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's cute. Pepito it's Bandito. Poquito Bandito, right? Yeah. The, it's, the it's, only thing I don't love about it is the fuel economy. Really? Why not? It's a yeah. four hundred. It's like thirty-seven miles to the gallon. No way! Yeah. Does it really? Because yeah. to be fun, you have to spin it to what twelve. Where's Under the, three grand, the there's fun? nothing. Well, yeah, well of course. Yeah, <laughs> but, it, well, welcome to the world of a four-cylinder uh, 400. Yeah, people <laughs> people say, like, 
the fun starts at ten thousand. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Should be the same as the old two strokes. The tax should start at three. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Anything <laughs> under three is not it. <laughs> that's I, the point of idle. Why would you need to know that? Well, that's where it just bounces around <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're getting right. thirty-seven miles to the gallon, yeah, um, that seems like I mean that's right. not that's well, not the super hawk numbers like VTR one thousand. That's really I mean that's. That's really bad fuel. Economy. Yeah, uh, and it, it's been messed with in uh-huh. its life. Um, it, Haven't they all? Well, uh, the Japanese and European ones had 33 millimeter Mikunis. Yep. Uh, U.S. had 32s. So this one has the 33s. Okay. And somebody right. messed with it. It smells rich. Uh, uh, I was going to say, way. I think you're probably pushing hell of a lot of gasoline out the tailpipe. I, I agree. Uh, so that's going to need some investigating. Because my CB1 was pretty good for about 54 or 55 miles per really? gallon. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. never bothered. Yeah. You never even bothered checking it. <laughs> but you know that you can go 120 miles on a tank of gas. Sure. I mean, I would switch to reserve at 120, and it's a three-and-a-half-gallon tank. So, you know, math. Mm-hmm. And so that's just one of those ones where if you're getting like that, if you're getting under 40... You're probably putting a lot of dinosaurs yeah. out the tailpipe. And it smells like it, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's something. Yeah. So, yeah. speaking of nice scooters, somebody else showed up on a pretty nice scooter. Fucking at, uh, hell. At the BGR, too. I yeah. Like, you're um, a really nice little rally. Your Rally 200 oh, yeah. stood tall. It ran the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> it ran the entire time. Well, no, 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 wait, it didn't. It didn't You'd actually. say that as if it was a Lombretta or something. Yeah. Of course it ran the entire time. Well, there was time. one point in the, in the steel yard where it, it stopped. And, and, just and fucking, I, I put it in neutral and I was just sort of coasting. I'm like, okay, what happened? Did it, and I messed with the fuel tap mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It turns out I accidentally flipped the kill switch. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I put it in second and just kept going. The pure so, panic of the fact yeah. that I accidentally bumped the kill switch. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't have a momentary kill switch. It's got the actual rock no, around kill switch yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> that bike that bike looks like a million dollars. The color, the color yeah. selection on that bike was brilliant. It's mint. I mean... It is mint. It is mint. It is. It is. It is, it is, it is uh, well, the the color is pale green. It's, it's powder coated. Yeah. Well, the thing with that bike is nobody here understands what a fucking tetanus hazard that thing was when he took it. Because I was like, I, I it was, it wasn't one of those ones where you sell somebody a bike and you're like, look, this thing's a piece of shit. I'm telling you, it's a piece of shit. This is yard art on its best day. But I also had to tell him, I'm like. You need to go get a tetanus shot after you handle this bike. Because there was no part of this bike that wasn't edgy and rusty. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that the leg shields, the edges of the leg shields, are as straight as they are. That took some hammering. Well, no shit. <laughs> it left here. It looked like the... Uh, it, it looked like bacon. It did. It looked like oh, bacon. So I did not realize that you did a lot of the work. Yeah, I, like, yeah, was, I did a full all of it. I, on I, your part, yep, I built it in my living room. Let's get Fuck floor. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It took about a year and a half. Yeah. And you know what's, and you know what's easier than painting a Vespa? Everything. <laughs> because Vespa, everyone's like, oh, you know, it's just a scooter. We can paint it over the weekend. No, no. <laughs> what people don't know is if you, if you take apart a cat and you stretch a cat out, it's bigger than your dining room yeah, table. There's a lot of material. There's there. a lot of material yeah. involved. <laughs> and uh, with the re- with the okay, Vespa yeah. scooter, it's the same way. There's so much surface area on a Vespa scooter. It's like you'd be easier off painting a small car. And yeah. with a brush, and easier probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and easier too because everything on a Vespa is pointing the wrong way. So like, oh, the runs are going to go this. No, they're going that way. Son of a bitch. 
Well, yeah. I had it. I had it kind of easy since I did get it powder coated. Powder coated. I uh, right. I stripped everything down and I I brought it into them and they just told me how much it was going to be. So they powder coated all your frame and your side panels. Yep. Your fenders metal, so they did that too. Yep. Headset, the whole deal. Yep, everything. Wow, so the whole thing's powder coated. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, man. It looks great. It'll never rust again. Well, well, uh, there's already. We are. In I was going to say we are in Cleveland. The yeah. hardware has to go through something. Yeah, yeah. The powder, the powder doesn't hold up to the hardware in most cases. That's really cool, though. The bike looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really just it stands tall. Like that's one of those ones where you just like anybody who likes motorcycles, you look at that machine. Just, I get all sorts cool. of compliments on it, like from any sort of. It's such a non-standard person. color yeah. because right. it's like red Vespa is obvious, mm-hmm. vintage Vespa, white Vespa, that kind of thing. Sure, <clears throat> that green color is really good. It's, it's just a really good color. Yeah, that's cool. That's one of those ones where it's like, and plus. It looks original. It looks factory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I was going for. Yeah, it really looks good. That's a that's a fucking good project. Chris Smith tried to have me buy a bike today. <laughs> well, I just I just threw it out there. So, you did. No, and it's a... I'm going to tell you. I did some research. 3,000 original miles. Right. 3,000 original miles. It's a Kawasaki Vulcan 800 Drifter in the ubiquitous Oldsma Buick Burgundy livery. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the identifying Kawasaki marks have been removed. So it's like had all the stuff taken off of it that would lead you to believe that it wasn't an Indian. Sanitized. It's been sanitized. Yep. De- debadged. It's been debadged and de- decaled. Deburred. And, uh, but unfortunately, this is one of those things where it's a 17-year-old bike with 3,000 miles on it. And yet, anything that's plastic chrome is lifting. So I, I got some better pictures and stuff, and he's in PA. Yeah. And he only wants two thousand bucks for it. Yeah. Which is a steal. So do you, do you do you smell a rat? At I all? do smell a rat, and yeah. I it it just looks like it's been stored next to an angry horse because there was like a big dent in the gas tank that shouldn't have been there. <laughs> you know, maybe that horse was pushed on the chrome on, too on the rear. Uh, big, weird fender. scrape on the rear side, the rear side fender, like the big. Yeah. You know, those have the big balanced Scary fenders, yeah. and there's a big random. It's like. It'd be impossible to drive this thing for two thousand miles, three thousand miles, and accumulate all these scratches, unless it was like park it out in front of the house and let the kids crawl all over. He showed it. up at a Harley rally. No, everybody's like, "What's that? That's a yeah. Kawasaki." It has an impossible number of little fucking blemishes that all add up to a very low score. Well, if if you go to look at it, let me know because I'll ride out there with you. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to look no? at it okay. because if you get it for two grand, and he's asking too little, he's asking. So his phone's going to be ringing off the hook, and he probably knows he's asking little because the bike's so honestly just so ratty, and it's, it's roached. It's no, just, it's not. It's, it's not roached. It's, it's not roached out. I you mean, know what? The, the way I can it's, describe it's blemished. It, if you had seven kids. So if you had seven kids, and they weren't supposed to go in the garage. And there's still time to have seven. But 15 years later, you <laughs> discovered that that bike that you've had sitting in the back of your garage, those kids have been getting into the garage, and they've been using it as their play for it. That's what this bike looks like. It looks as though six or seven kids have been crawling all over it, because none of the damage is associated with, like, road damage. There would be seven kids walking funny. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, the, <laughs> the gas tank, the damage to the gas tank looks like it was kicked by a horse. Or, or it fell over. But it, like, it, 
Maybe his ex-wife got divorced. We were, we were joking. We've known a couple of bikes around here that have received the angry girlfriend treatment. <laughs> I thought and the seven kids reference was going to be something. But I thought for sure. his wife said. Yeah. Well, <laughs> seven kids, seventh day. I think that if you had, if you had to make the bike look good again, I think it would cost you more than a thousand dollars. If your goal embrace? was to make the bike look good again, embrace its ugliness, paint it just. Like well, that would be the other thing you could do. Flat black or just. But well, you know, what? Not, not even that. Like, would be a like red a, bike. Then. But with a Vulcan it. Drifter, though, is that the bike you want to really paint it in an olive drap? You'd have yeah. a draft. Huh? Oh, go full military oh, with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, I thought about mm-hmm. that how at cool first, that but Rhino line it. Hold on, guys. Settle down. Period correct 1940s paint, where it doesn't have to look like, because in right. the 40s it wasn't like, right. it was enamel. You and you guys are I mean? right, because oh, no, the big shit was brushed on. In a... <laughs> and then do like sort of a half assed pin. That's a really. Stuff like that. I like the idea. Slap an Indian logo. Slap an Indian logo. I like the idea of going full military with it. Get yourself a brown leather rifle scabbard. Get a brown leather seat for it. And go with the Indian logos. Fuck it, make that shit the bike that never existed. A pre-war, a pre-war Indian. And yeah. you'd get a hell of a lot more than your, you know, three grand out of that. Yes, you would. Mm-hmm. Yes, you would. And it'd be funny. You wouldn't worry about it falling over. That's it. I, I now so, approve of this purchase. So, 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 <laughs> let, so let me know when, when, when you go. Let's get them down to 1100 <laughs> I think we can do this. Hey, yeah. Luke, have you been riding your bike? Uh, no, it needs new tires. The tires are literally falling apart. If only you knew a motorcycle mechanic. Right? Yeah. I do. I wonder if there was a guy that had a Cadillac. Actually, I know. Yeah. I wonder if there was a guy with a Cadillac. Eight of them. <laughs> Eight of them were sitting in this Seven. very room with me. <laughs> yeah, so I wonder, yeah. That wouldn't teach you anything, would it? Right. No. Yeah. No. I recommend... Get yourself some tire spoons and some Band-Aids. I recommend... Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. You yeah. could use Crescent Ranch and... <laughs> A big old flathead screwdriver. And a big old flathead screwdriver. Right. Yep. Learn a painful the lesson. Tires the and the tubes are hanging on the elliptical machine that's supposed to be my exercise device. <laughs> no, you get the clothes hanger. Clothes hanger. And the spoons are laying on the kitchen counter where I put my keys. Oh, so it ain't for want of. Oh, have so any, you have all the supplies. What? Sure. You're, so you do have the advantage. I keep telling them I will help. You have the advantage of a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah. watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Well, tomorrow. Apparently, I'm you just don't want to ride that bike. The uh, Tacoma, or if we go and buy that van, and I'm going to bring it back to that van, or I'm going to bring it here. I'm going to work on What's it myself have to in the it? shop. It can happen in the driveway. Yeah. You can put it in your bedroom and work on it. Oh, there's nothing we have here that'll make changing oh, no. tires on that bike no, any easier. Because part of the part of the whole thing is I need to have some some house cleaning happen. Oh. I get to, to do this. Right. So, no, he couldn't put it in his bedroom. No. Trust me. Nothing else will fit in that bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you mean there's a floor in that bedroom? Yeah. Uh, it's it's rumored that there is. You just have to walk across Matchbox it's, cars and underwear? It's rumored that there is. Yeah. yeah. No, all the Matchbox cars are in a big red bin. Mm. Yeah. That's good. That's fair Unless they're the really Liar. Cool Fabricator. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was talking about doing the pro move, and look at you, you son of a... Come on, man. <laughs> you cut the flour right out of it. That's I what did. I was going to do. Look, look man, I know how to eat a goddamn cookie. Even flour. if it's a giant goddamn cookie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what were we going to talk about? What was a... Uh, uh... Oh, we were going to talk about the scoop and And scoop and shoot. You know what's better than bikes? Guns. Scooters. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, oh, he got the flower. Scoops in and steals right. the flower. <laughs> I see that Phil. Has, I see that Phil has prepared this cookie for me. I shall go over there and take it. Yeah. 
That's exactly it. Phil, would you prepare another one of those for me? <laughs> yeah. I changed my fucking tires while you're at it. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh shit, man! I tell you about something a little bit. I'll tell you a little something about being a teenager in the '80s. That pizza cutter doubles as a. No, I, I had to get real good with all those fucking pizza cutters. Yeah, turns out you get a pizza cutter when you're 17 years old, you can make money. You know, I, every job I had, this was the only tool I was allowed to handle. Yeah, yeah. You got this in a car, set of car keys. You can make money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's pizza shops everywhere. They're looking for young, dumb children. I mean, boys, Inspired. girls. Yeah, that are willing to go out and work for eight or nine bucks an hour delivering pizza. Pizza shops are good money for a young guy. And you meet a lot of interesting people. Yeah, sometimes they have their clothes on. The, uh, yeah. Delivering pizzas. Yay. Well, that's back so in the 80s. Like our sixth annual? Yeah, it's be like our sixth annual scoot and shoot. Scoot and shoot. Yeah. And the idea is very simple. Um, find a place just barely in the township. So <laughs> I didn't know this, but there's rules about like villages, cities, towns, and townships. Huh? And it turns out that in the uh, People's Republic of Ohio. Bainbridge. That, that we're in Bainbridge, there's it's a township, and it turns out one of the differences between a township and a town is in a township you can discharge firearms and marry your sister. In a township, when the police show up, they're like, "Hey, how you guys doing? What I, you got back there?" It Sounds was fun. hilarious. <laughs> you know, my whole life I've been shooting, but anytime I've been shooting outdoors in a like quasi-residential neighborhood. And this one, I still am amazed that we have not killed somebody <laughs> a half mile away. Like, just out of aware... Because like, I have a, a an appreciation... a house. Oh, God. I have an appreciation <laughs> oh for when a bullet hits a rock, like, where it goes. Because mm-hmm. that whole... Bullets travel... I've ended up with cuts on my face yeah. and... From right. shrapnel flying. And we're not shooting into an improved range backstop type thing not with like armor mind. plating and shit. Sandstone. We're we shooting Blocks. into a little pit, you know, into a. And with everything that we shot it up the, from the last five years right. still in it. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's no shortage of, you know, archaeological dig of various Pepsi cans and, you know, metal things and whatever. I would be surprised if the target, the, the swinging targets, are still sitting there. And oh, something like they're just, no, my dad has them. They're just oh, sinking into the earth. Oh, yeah. okay. All the metal targets. I'll get the big one. Yeah, but well, now about the the beginning of November is when Bruce has Bruce's farm, the Kamish. Yeah. <laughs> on, his side, on, his, on his side of the road, you yeah. can shoot. On the other side, it's a development. This is hilarious. And we're and you're like three, like a half a mile down the road from Tanglewood Golf. From course. Tanglewood wow. Country Club. You know, the guy's worried about lining up his, you know, par three shot, and it's Sunday, and the birds are chirping, and life's good, and he's like, him and all of his other asshole doctor buddies are there doing whatever they do, and, you know, whatever, and, and they're just like, Next thing and, you know, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 oh my god, <laughs> and it's just like, you know, there were there was a time when we had a rule that said 22s, like, keep it to 22s. And if you're not a gun fag, oh, it's look, only two, two, three. That's almost the same. It's size. almost the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's the same caliber. It just has ninety thousand more gunpowders behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! The sound, and occasionally 
we'll be over there shooting and having a good time, and I'll be, like, my whole shooting game is like, I like to get down on the ground, I sit, I get in a, a you know, a sitting rest, and I will use my 22, my Ruger 10-22, to take apart small objects. You know, I, I believe in just that. Surgery. Surgery mm-hmm. at a distance, 22 caliber surgery. And then, like, something from the goddamn USS Constitution will go off. <laughs> three feet from my head. Some naval deck gun that they brought in or whatever. Somebody brought their judge. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Something goes off. And I'm not sure whether that's the sound it always makes or whether we've had a catastrophic gun failure. We just lobbed a Volkswagen yeah. across the exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking, like, and invariably somebody's like, well, I brought my uh, I brought my uh, my nine millimeter. Okay, great, that's cool. I brought my forty five. Oh, that's great, that's cool. I brought my Nosen Magant. <laughs> what? What did you bring? I, I, I brought my I brought my Galil. What the shit? Are you even speaking a language? Are these no? These are guns. These are leftover World War II guns. And you're like, oh, cool, yeah. And and then other people are like, this is three dollars a shot. And I'm like. So is heroin. What the fuck, man? You know, like, fucking crazy people. I'm like, we're in a guy's backyard. Like, half of this shit has got scopes on it. You can't even use a scope at less than 200 feet. We're shooting at a birdhouse 50 feet away. You know? Like, fuck. God. I'm waiting for Bubble and Crude to come up in that hole in the backyard. At any moment, it's going to be like... We're moving to Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> Just across the road. Black gold, Texas tea. Texas tea. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. The cops show up, and when they show up, what do they do? They walk up very slowly. Well, you know, guys, you know, guys <laughs> we got a few calls, and so when we get called, we got to come out here and make sure you're not drinking. Well, you guess you are drinking. <laughs> <laughs> make sure there's no kids. Oh, there's nothing but kids. Oh, my God. Oh, make sure you're not. Oh, and the kid just ran through her on a dirt bike or a quad or some shit. Oh, usually we stop. Oh, no stop no hell no. Around. Well, that's what I always appreciated was the balance. But I feel between... like this year that's going to change. Think <laughs> <laughs> so? We have to do something like we can get a, a trail that cuts through and along the shooting pit. Right. Oh, oh my god! Come on. Look, we've talked about we've it talked for years. About it we've for talked years. about it for years. I'm not saying we haven't talked about it for years. We've talked about it for years. Ugh. That's the beer talking. But what I'm suggesting is that this piece of property may not be big enough. Mm-hmm. I still feel like we're shooting in a closet. Yes. I mean, I really do. So we want the people Mount- riding the scooters to throw the mounted, mounted mobile while riding. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Mount- mounted mobile artillery units. Yes. I just that, think that we need to do paintball that way. Look, well, if we're going to be out at media, <laughs> oh, like yeah, when you're a kid, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, one pump rule. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, the Roman candles. Yeah, but we, I just yeah. we could try it with BB guns first and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we've if done those this. Hurt too much? We'll use the CCI twenty two shorts. <laughs> I got a Gerber tool. We can get BBs out of eyeballs. Full uh, <laughs> face helmet. You'll be all right. Full face helmet. You'll be fine. Shut up. Let me know I'm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's but we do need we do need to grow this scoot and shoot thing. We need to grow it out to a bigger space so that we can have all the things you know tails going this way, you know tails out, horns mm-hmm. in, or horns out, tails in, so we can get on the bikes and ride them and shoot in the same direction we're riding the bikes. We'll have a course of fire. We'll have right. a range. Exactly. You start okay here. Here's the start. Right. Here's the range. Yeah. You ride up there. You right. Stop. Yeah. 
dismount, sure. stay mounted, whatever. Get a high side, <laughs> just, just, get a high side shoot what, 12 people. Just, <laughs> you, know, you have to lay That's your bike down, of, lay oh, yeah. rest off, lay rest down, bike, yeah. rest off yeah. your bike, yeah. shoot, get back up. <laughs> do all kinds of stuff. And that's why I think we have people on the sidelines with with daisies. You know, the final like one is red the, riders mm-hmm. shooting at you to give you suppressive fire to keep your head down. <laughs> the final one is get the red riders to the tabletop to cover shoot you with red riders. That's great. Yeah, yeah. hitting the tabletop, getting air, getting two <laughs> getting, rounds, getting two rounds <laughs> while you're airborne, <laughs> totally like Megaforce style. <laughs> can you ride a motor? Can you jump a motorcycle whilst firing two guns at the same time? <laughs> I don't know, but I can try. <laughs> no. Yeah, we we should give that a shot. The, uh, yeah, it's it's a bad idea, scoot and shoot, but we've been doing it for years. Now. <laughs> we've all come back with all of our eyeballs and you know, no extra holes in us. <laughs> so far. Some less fingers. So far, so good. <laughs> yeah. Words are going to come back to haunt you. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's always it. Yeah. Way to go, cocky guy. Yeah. Oh, no, ask these assholes. I always wear Kevlar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I trust my friends. I still wear Kevlar. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, why are you wearing Kevlar? Sorry, dude. <laughs> I love you and all. But I'm wearing Kevlar. <laughs> I want it to be funny. I want it to be hilarious. When you shoot me, I want it to be the funniest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I want to go down to the ground and be like, ow, asshole. Now here, put this on. I'm shooting you. <laughs> With something bigger. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did everybody um, see the YouTube or the uh, Facebook thing with a woman testing bulletproof glass in the 1930s or whatever you saw yeah it's like a 1930s video like a woman holding holding the glass and and the guy shooting at her and she's like but you could tell it wasn't his wife because he's not (laughs) quite aiming right at her face oh no he's like like, in case it goes through it doesn't go through her head Mm. so you know it wasn't his wife (laughs) (laughs) I need you to sign this insurance policy and hold this glass in that order right Testing bulletproof. Testing bulletproof glass. It's just woman. It's just it's all a very bad idea. Mm. Compound one failure. Compound one failure. Oh God. Um. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't envy that at all. Uh, Other than that, I think we're. I think we're trucking along pretty good. The uh, the mystery spot. I think we're go for mods versus rockers. Yeah. I think we have to commit to this. So you got a chance to run down there. Yeah, when I was on the sports car drive this week. Was uh, there anything about that you didn't like? No. Well. Okay. The only thing I didn't like a little bit was how you said that the camp spots were just on the edge of the parking lot. Well, that's the that's the RV spots yeah. that have full hookups. The primitive camp, like tent camping, is like over there in the woods. Just like you had to, I don't even know where it was. Okay. And it's very primitive. But it's very primitive. It's as primitive. As you, I don't. It's very primitive. I think it's like it's very primitive. It's if there, they see you with toilet paper, they're taking it away from you. <laughs> it's, don't, it's yes, it's in a cave. I, mean, I don't think it can be any more primitive than what it is. Crock and hug. Sorry. What? I'm I, sorry, sir. I'm not. You sure. are not allowed to. Hey, like I'm not your sure ass. your campsite is even a designated area. I think it is. I'll put in that uh, 114th for the uh, r- room in the lodge. Whatever you say. In the chalet? Yeah. yeah. People I'm going to be in charge of the shall be. Okay. Yeah. We shall see what happens. We shall see. Yeah. We, uh, but we're the chalet. The chalet D, we're in trouble. Right. I think the chalet is going to be the power. The little group. town's like right around the corner. You're, 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 there's like there's a couple of drinking establishments yes. there. There was like a private social club in town, too. Did you really? See that? Yeah. I didn't get to do town too much, but I, enough to see that. I like the idea of we not had a gas station, the two bars. It's like stumbling distance. I think. Oh really? Yes, maybe it's eight tenths of a mile. 
Is oh. it that far? I was gonna say quarter mile. It's you a long you go out their entrance, you make a left, and <laughs> before you left and a right, and you're in but there is well, a lodge while you on site. Out, yeah. you lodge on site with a full ski lodge bar. That mm-hmm. I believe that the well, bartender that, will stay there as long as you keep buying. This drinks. is kind of what I'm thinking. Or until she gets too drunk and right, that's the exactly. one joins the party. There you go. <laughs> Call some of her friends. Right. Hey, yeah. well now, when are yes. we looking here? Are we looking May June? What I think we should look May June. I think we should. I think this should be a like May 24th, kind of like third weekend of May kind of thing. Wait, that's what about Memorial Day? Oh, that is Memorial Day. That glass is thinner than it should be. Holy shit. And when you said she was holding up bulletproof glass, I'm not, I'm familiar with bulletproof glass. That's a 12 by 12 piece of glass. That glass is thin. No, this is. That is very thin. That's like three laminates. That's not the size of her body. No, no, no. It is a window sized pane of glass. Yeah, and she is totally. And they're hitting it one, not just once. But no, no, they're hitting it twice. Oh, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> that's but, not cool. But she was a third gal holding it. <laughs> <laughs> what that tells me is in the '30s we had too many extra women laying around. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying to balance Lame. things out. Lame. Oh yeah, just yes. too many women around. But I do think Stop. that that call, I mean, call the secretary pool, please. We, <laughs> we've had another failure. We've had another failure. <laughs> we'll need we'll need another 24 inch pizza glass and another secretary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring Betty yeah. out. Right. Yeah, who doesn't know shorthand? <laughs> That's it. The, uh, but I, I, I'm, I think it's a great idea. Memorial Day weekend is a problem. Yeah. That's okay. It. Here you go. Mother's Day weekend's like the second. Sixth. Okay, and then Memorial Day. There's usually a weekend that falls okay. between Mother's Day and Memorial Day. That could be the sweet. So, start. do we commit to to go the weekend before Memorial Day or the weekend after Memorial Day? I say before. Okay. Okay. Make it a May event. I like. I like a season opener. I think. Well, that's what I'm shooting for. I want a good season opener. That's what I want. I want to establish that Mods versus Rockers is a season opener, and that Distinguished Gentleman Ride is the season closer. So this is Mods versus Rockers Overland. I, I'm thinking yes, and I do want to keep the Mods versus Rockers name because we started that shit back in 1994. Uh, no, strike that. 2000. Jim Lonza gets credit for it. Because Jim Lonza did the first Mods vs. Rockers in Cleveland, and we were at the West 25th Street store, and that was like 2002. So 2002 would be the first Mods vs. Rockers that Jim did. And then we did the next one at Nautica Stage and at, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So like that has been going for a long time. So I do think we want to keep the, the, the moniker on it. If we're doing an event, it's going to be Mods vs. Rockers. I think it should be. Why not? Sure. It kind of encompasses a store too, because you got the scoots, is, you got yeah. the scoots and you got. And honestly, you know, the whole mods versus rockers thing to us is might as well be you know, rods and mockers or whatever. You know, I mean, we're we're all skins and shirts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. around here, the, you know, are you a modder? Are you a Rocker, I'm a mocker. So, yeah. Rods and knockers, what? Right, yeah, yeah. Rods and knockers was Rods the other one. Yeah. Rods and knockers was one that we did years ago. It was a scooter thing. That we were kind of making fun of Mods and Rockers, and we called it Rods and Knockers, mm-hmm. boys and girls. So you had Rods and Knockers. Rod and Knockers. Rod and Knockers. Rods and Knockers. <laughs> but yeah, I do think Rod, Rod and Knocker. <laughs> it's a great porn name. That's yeah. sub. <laughs> Stand back, here comes Rod, Rod Knocker. That's some truck driver used to say years ago in the CV. Rod Knocker. Rod and it was like saying right on or. Really? Instead of 10 4 or 4 2. Good buddy, was, good buddy, good buddy, good buddy, good buddy. No. <laughs> say something that somebody agreed with yeah. wholeheartedly. Now, right. Oh, that's a Rod Knocker. Rod Knocker. That's a sore yeah, dick. Pretty much. Fair dinkum. 
Um, <laughs> uh, Australian people got that one. The uh, both of them. Both of them. The uh, the guy that won the bike, the bike and, and his buddy. Yeah. So I do I do think that that's like that idea has maximum potential for awesome. And if only us went, it'd still be. It great. would still be. It would awesome. still be. Sure. Great. It'll just yeah, be, it's exactly. Be. And then if so, we'll set it up that way, and we'll basically have it set up so that we'll really plan for about twenty-two people, and if two hundred show up, we'll be good. I mean, <laughs> so, I, I don't really think it matters. I don't think it yeah. matters either. That's if, the idea. If they had a thousand people to show up, it as long matter. as they get their twenty bucks a person, I swear to God, I think that's all that matters. It might be well, just to, actually mostly as long as everybody signs a waiver, that seemed to be the most concern that they had. I think motocross, um, impromptu motocross shenanigans. Yep. I think we should have a contest to see what's the biggest motorcycle that can make it around the kitty track. We need life. Uh, I want to see where the nearest air uh, hospital is. Where's the helipad? The helipad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can land a helicopter right there. Just about. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, and that big parking lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just keep them on speed dial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just call radar, call radar, call radar ahead of time and let them know. Yeah, I think we're good. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's got yep. air access. Air access, that's good. Yep, excellent. Uh, I can just see people riding stupid stuff over the, the motocross course. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Is just going to be like, oh, wow. is there going to be an award for the most inappropriate motorcycle? How many CB350s are going to go on a, <laughs> a motorcycle? <laughs> all, motor all of them. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Goldwing, eighteen hundred Goldwing, <laughs> tabletop mud, mud, yeah, mud. Who, who That'll be the real reward. Who the buries mud. their bike the hardest? Oh yeah. And like I said, there are some mud holes that would yeah. swallow a side by side UTV, no problem. Yeah, we're gonna if go. You, out. If you think you're bombing through mud holes and you hit the wrong one, you're just gonna be like up to your chin. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to go into certain areas without like, a life jacket on. <laughs> there's some bikes still down there. <laughs> Probably you're riding over the. I think I'm standing in a Kawasaki. It's the La Brea Tar Pit. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the bones are really fun. The river, though. I mean, I, could just, I would want to just ride up and down the river all day long. Yeah, I think and how we'll set it up is I think that a couple of days ahead of time, we'll make the call out for people who want to go to drop tents and luggage and shit off here. And then we'll run mm. the van down with the shit in it. And just abandon the van down I was there. Take the bus. Oh, oh there is no bus. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll take the van down, load the van up, so that you don't have to travel with all your shit on your bike. Ready, wait. So your camping gear can go in the van, uh, Bailey style. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, do that. We've got you've got vans and trucks going. We get all kinds of shit. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, we're set. We have a lot of shit. We're right set. Pickups cool. and vans and things. Yeah. Oh my! And if anybody wants a V eight, you know, two thousand V eight Tundra, that's just about perfect in every way except for. The body work. At, we're certain it's been upside down. And 300,000 miles. <laughs> 270,000 miles. Ah, it's getting broken in. It runs like a fucking watch. Top. AC. I mean, AC works great. Cruise Heater. control. Cruise control. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Cruise Son control is great. <laughs> oh, you know, there was... Yeah. As, a, as opposed to the Ford I drove back, the 2000 Tundra that I bought five years ago in San Diego <laughs> from, you know, some criminal... <laughs> uh, we eventually finally got a title for, but that thing had every bell and whistle. Yeah. That thing was it. Uh, you guys will love that the the one that we didn't buy. So Robot from Motorsport. Uh, if you guys like YouTube videos, Robot's YouTube videos are among the best. I'm wearing a Robot T-shirt right now. Sweet this is for our friend Jeff Corsaro. If anybody knows Robot from Motorsport, they did a limited edition run of T-shirts, and this is an official Robot T-shirt. Um, he's one of the most interesting mechanics you're ever going to meet. But, uh, so, 
I stayed over at his house when I got to San Diego on uh, Sunday night. This all started as a trip that you with Merritt went. Merritt went. Merritt had to go. She goes up to the ashram. She this goes was to this all ashram. planned yeah. or not planned? That's planned. planned. So we wanted to go up to the ashram. I wanted to take a look at the ashram and do two things. One, you know, my wife spends a lot of time out there. Make sure the ashram's not like, you know, Jim Jones, Kool-Aid thing. Yeah. You know, right? <laughs> hey. This ain't her first ashram. Right. Yeah, the previous one had some problems. So I went out and... So I got to meet everybody. It was super awesome. I mean, it's a really great environment out there, and more power to them. They're all wonderful, sweet people. And she's thinking about helping out more and dedicating more of her time to this meditation group, to this uh, uh, meditation center, which is cool. And then, so I get to hang around and, and check out the area. It's right by Dillon Beach. There's a lot of beautiful, really neat things in that part of the world. Plus, it's one of the greatest roads to drive on on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we, we, you know, we got an unnecessarily sporty vehicle and, you know, while she was ashramming, I was sliding sideways through the turns. Bright yellow Camaro again? No, not a yellow Camaro <laughs> this time. I got a, uh, I got a, uh, 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 uh Nissan, uh, sport Miata. touring sedan. Was Allison so. Mack there? What's that? Allison Mack? <laughs> it's a girl from Smallville who was in the hole. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. It was, but it was fun. We had, I had a good time and got to check out a lot of beach line and stuff and really cool things and, you know, just enjoyed the area. But then when we flew back, she flew back to Cleveland. I flew to San Diego, spent the night with Robot, kind of caught up on that, and then had five or six trucks lined up I wanted to go look at. So the first one I went and looked at, it had all the, had everything you want. It's a, it's a, like, 06 Tundra. V8 with that fancy 5.7 liter iPhone. I-Force V8 with a five-speed automatic. Locks out the gear so that it won't, like, shift when you don't want it to. Push button on there so you can just, like, lock that bitch in fifth gear and it won't downshift. Oh, very cool. And from about 40 feet away, I was like, this is a truck. This is the truck we're getting. This is it. Only 110,000 miles on it, which is nothing. And then got up to it and short cab, long bed. I need the eight-foot-long bed for this ramp thing that I put on there that you guys all saw today. Mm-hmm. So we can now load very big motorcycles without walking up next to them on ramps, which is dangerous. Yep. You know, So we found the safest way to load motorcycles in the back of a truck. But I needed a long bed truck to do it. We went and looked at this truck, and it looked fantastic from 40 feet away. And then when we got there, we realized that the dangerous part about San Diego is it's sufficiently close to Tijuana. And that body work in Tijuana is free as long as you pay for the paint. And it's amazing. So the bodywork, the front fenders and the rear fenders of this Tundra were, no, they were the thickness of this beer can. They were steel, but they were the thickness of this beer can. And everywhere there was a hole in a fender to mount to the chassis, instead of any normal hot Toyota part, there would be a, there would be a stamped grommet around that hole. It would, it would get a stamp and it would be, because when you stamp something, it creates strength. So there would be a raised area around it that yeah. makes strength. Mm-hmm. This was like one of those Vietnamese Vespas, where there was just a fucking hole drilled in the panel. So you know that after like three weeks, all these panels are going to be a quarter inch lower than they right. should be, because all those holes are going to keyhole out. Yep. So this whole thing is like, the panels are all going to be sagging. Oh, uh, and then Cleveland Rock. Cleveland well, this, yeah. Yeah. these things were painted so that the whole what, paint job... The, no. One car wash. Not even a year. Oh, one car wash. Well, well, uh, this thing would be white 
for the first car wash only. And after the first car wash, it would be down to whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was just garbage. And every part of the car, the body work was like that. I swear to God, I could have stuck my thumb through the fender. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And, like, the seat belts weren't even bolted in right. So, like, the the rear window was held in with it's a glue. Sideways. So I can only imagine how bad this truck was when it got to Mexico. Because it was it was the king of 50-footers when it got done with Mexico. It was it was probably the worst build I've ever seen in my life. Probably 200 drywall screws holding it together. <laughs> yeah. Drywall screws. Like the fenders oh, yeah. were held onto the chassis with drywall screws. Everything. The window, all the window, or the, sorry, the headlight assemblies. Filled with what you got. All of them were held together with drywall screws right into the plastic win- uh, window, or the headlight assemblies. Mm-hmm. Self-tapping. Yep. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. And so the guy so wanted... So took a pass on it. They wanted six grand for it. Oh. And I knew we were in trouble when we walked up to the car, walked up to the truck, and it's a real shady dealership. And it's on a lot. Oh, it's a real lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a, like the lot is like full of like weird half completed project cars. That was cars. the best one they had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a tea bucket that like somebody gave up on 10 years ago. And it's San Diego, so it never rains or like the weather there is steady. So like the desk, like the office desk and everything that they're running it out of is like in an open garage door bay with an easy up over it. Mm. Like that's big living there. There's like a Chinese quad and a Chinese motorcycle in there. It's a shithole. So we go up, and I'm like, I, w- I just want to test ride the Tundra over there. And the guy ignores me completely. Sends out what it could be a 15-year-old kid. English is a second language. Kid comes out, and he's like, what? I'm like, I want to take that out for a test ride. He runs back in. He gets a piece of paperwork, writes down my information off my license. Cool. Ask me for insurance. I hold my phone up and show him my insurance information on the phone. He's baffled. He's like, okay, go ahead. He's baffled. He gives me the key, and he's Ooh, like, okay, go technology. ahead. I was like... You coming with? No, you guys got it. Well, it still has the giant banner strapped across the front window with like 40 bungee cords holding it on. I'm like, could you come out and take the giant banner off the front? You know, the the 59.95 banner off the front? Oh. Well, you do plan on me seeing while I drive this car, right? It's a big (laughs) yellow banner. They're going to sell it one way or another. Very assed up, right? And I was like, I told Robot, same thing. I was like, well, sometimes when you let somebody take a test drive, you're hoping that they, break it they don't make it back. Gas gauge was below E, and I'm like, ah, all right, we'll take it out for a ride. It was all over the road. 60 miles an hour in this thing was like an orchestra of woogities. It was like all of the woogities. It was like that white one was when I sold it to you. It just was like, it, just, it couldn't hold a line to save its life. It was just all over the place. But I will give it credit, when you stomp the gas... Oh my God! The majesty of that motor, like that's a bitchin' motor, like that five point seven. One hundred fifty cubic inches of, Boy, of she's, Japanese performance. She's super happy. Like, yeah, that's that was the most happy motor I've run into a long time. And if it wouldn't have had that truck hooked to it, it would have been the coolest motor in the world. But I was, we we made it up like two exits. I was like, we have to take this back before the the fenders fall off. You know, I figured we hit a bump and just shit would just fall out. Of it. <laughs> like one of those stadium racing trucks. You it know, did. Yeah, where the fenders yeah, are just yeah, flapping yeah. in the breeze. Bring it back and the fenders like all peeled back yeah. over the hood. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So we brought it back and we're just like, no thanks. And the guy's like, why don't you want? I was like, like a thousand reasons. Like there's. Just look at him and go, you know. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, Robot and I both looked at. And you have two of the people looking at a truck on your property. 
I will admit, I do not know a ton of shit about cars and trucks. I mean, I don't. I have more than a passing knowledge, but but Robot is like, and his brother Scott, they bleed Toyota. Yeah. Like, these guys are all like, you know, they can tell from a mile away which did, motors Did you see his truck that he's driving yeah. on? Yeah. God. Yeah, these guys are not fucking, fucking around. Yeah. These are Toyota Off-roading people. Off-roading shit, yeah. And so, when me and Robot are looking at this car, you're in bad shape. <laughs> and so, yeah, we looked at, we looked at uh, that Tundra and stuff, and then we just kind of... We'd had the ace in the hole about this red Ford F-150 that was the original owner from the dealership, 1,000 miles on the truck. Guy lived in a neighborhood that was, like, bougie as fuck. Like, I like the Bucks Deluxe owner. This neighborhood was just fucking Grey Poupon on the lawn. Like, they were just a young, not dicking A young around. Joe Pesci or whatever. Was that, yeah. This neighborhood was simply... Fucking, this is where people in San Diego that have too much money go to live. It was on the top looking oh, down. Hell? Yeah. yeah. They had everything except a moat. Like, you could tell that, like, even the even the landscapers there were, like, Was this the gardener's white. truck? Yeah. It was so, it was such a fucking bougie neighborhood. Lawn ornaments. Yeah. The dude, came, the dude came out, and the dude was, like, he was like in his mid sixties, but he had this like Jerry curl <laughs> with like dyed black hair. Like I was like, I thought it was Bob Guccione. Like when he came out, <laughs> I really did think it was Bob. I was like, this is Bob Guccione. Is Bob Guccione still alive? Because no, I'm pretty sure can. this is Bob Guccione. And I kept looking at him like, I think it's Bob Guccione. He was <laughs> tall and like slick, and I was like. You're buying Bob Guccione's truck. I there think I go. might have, right? I'll tell you what. Yeah, that wasn't the name on the title, but mm-hmm. the uh, but yeah, the guy was super squared away, and the truck was super squared away. And it's a bad sign when the guy wants sixty two hundred bucks for the truck. You take it out for a test drive, and you're looking at your friend, and what you do is knock people down on the price on shit. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there, I'm like, how do we knock this guy down on the price? And we couldn't. Like we tried. We were like, let's give it a shot. This guy, you know, his mailbox was sixty two hundred dollars. This truck means nothing to him. It's in his fucking way. His homeowners association has probably have a rule about having pickup trucks in front of your house. So he's probably has to get rid of it. There's a sign in the back window of the truck that says seven thousand. Scratched out says sixty nine hundred. Scratched out says sixty five hundred. And now it says sixty two hundred. So I'm like, we'll try. There's so, your end. I see the price is dropping. Should I come back next week? Exactly. Or? Right. <laughs> Take yeah. 52 today. Right. There's still a little bit of room on the back of that sign. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. So we tried six grand. I was like, look, I'll give you six grand cash money. It's right now. You're saving me 200 bucks. I got to put a new serpentine belt on it because it's the original factory serpentine belt. Give me something. Give me something. He looked at me and he goes, I don't have to. And I went, you're right. Here's $6,200. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. What the fuck yeah. am I doing? It's the... I don't own anything that nice. Yeah. And then I discovered that it's just it's just very it makes you feel very humble when you drive something that has all the blanking plates where there should be options. Mm-hmm. All the buttons that aren't buttons. The things that are squares oh, yeah, and you look yeah, like yeah. you should be able to push them. Yeah. And it's yep. where accessories should be. And it's where like this truck would be better if this button was enabled. And all of them, there ain't a fucking button in that truck that works other than the AC button. I mean they all they all they're it's just, just nice. Do I mean, as long as you got AC. What if you had cruise control? 
Well, yeah. you, you ordered the cruise I ordered control. a cruise control, so I ordered it's just the buttons to go in the holes, and yeah. then you reprogram the computer because yeah. it's fly by wire. You got AC anyway. and cruise control. What else do you need? I know. Intermittent wipers? It does have intermittent wipers okay. as stock, and it was interesting, it does have a tow package as stock. So, what are you mm. crying about? Although, with the clutch, <laughs> apparently with the clutch, it'll only hold 2,500 pounds. It's only a, it's a you know, four so two. You, so, you got crank windows and no. Well, I got crank windows, I can reach one of them. <laughs> I got manual door locks. I can reach one of them. You got air conditioning. You don't right. have to roll down the windows. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty it's rad. It's all the stuff that breaks anyway. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. It's completely, it is the complete, mm-hmm. just absolute. What about buying it out of California with California emissions? Is that going to be an issue with no. anything? That's what my buddy it's said. The other way. My yeah. buddy said it was like, oh, well, I don't know if you want to buy some out of California. I'm like, they make it. They're all 50 state legal. Yeah, they're all 50 state They didn't put yeah. anything extra on that truck that you right. wouldn't have gotten here. Yeah. They didn't, you know, his wife built the motor. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that motor comes oh, out of the shit. Cleveland factory. <laughs> That's, well, not built the motor. What? That was when the Cleveland foundry was still in existence. Oh, the Great okay. Iron Foundry. Yeah. And that's when I was telling her about the truck. Yeah. She goes, what year is it? I don't know. It's, it's 2008. It's got to be 05 or newer. Yeah. She goes, we, I was still in the foundry when we did the last run of 4.2 iron blocks. That's what it is. Tell Phil I tell Phil I fondled it. I fondled his motor. I fondled his block. Did you fondle his motor or fondled his motor? Yeah, but yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And with the, you know, the idea is I wanted it to be a, a fun, safe bike hauler. Well, it's mm. name is Robert because it's Why a did red, you call it Robert? red Robert, red Ford. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red Ford, man. So you got to name it Robert. That's that was obvious. Yeah. So that was the first time I saw the picture. I was like, I showed Merritt the picture when we were up in California. I was like, well, we got to name it Robert. And she looked at it. My wife is my wife. She looked at it. And she goes, that's why I married you. <laughs> she just was just like, yeah. She goes, that's the kind of stuff that's going to keep you married a very long time. Yeah, if you can, yeah, if you can hit my wife in the brain, she likes it a lot. Yeah, punch that brain up, she likes it, she digs that. Yeah, well, it's worth having to. Yeah, they like to have their brain stimulated. Yeah, it's Isn't pretty that good. called a mind. Yeah, apparently. So yeah, that's that's that game. So yeah, okay, so that's that's where that is. The uh, I got nothing. I've got nothing else in the way. I mean. We are just as scared as we can get, as close as we can get to winter. I sold some more fucking bikes. You notice the CB400F is gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And the CB750 with the red taillights, the red turn signals is gone. Mm-hmm. Got So, Damn. yeah, the Madonna with the big boobies, she left. Uh, so those went to the same cat. Uh, they're going to Japan. Yeah. And so, uh, and then, uh, yeah. Get them out of here. Yeah, the mm-hmm. S3's gone. So oh, the what? S3's history. The, uh. I got so now the next up. I'm gonna get. I got so one. Gonna be some fun stuff for the winter. We whatever happens. Have you guys? Nothing's happened with the uh, Jixer. The GSXR is in the warehouse right now. So in the winter, when we get into our winter podcasting mode, we have a, we have a whole motorcycle we can throw parts at or throw fun at, and uh, and that so that's going to be a good project for us. Uh, and that's a I think that's a very worthy winter project. That that's going to be a fun thing. So, so I know at one point we talked about one of the things I always wished, uh, and maybe Steve will chime in on this, wish that Honda would come out with their CRF 450 L. L. Well, L. They did. They did. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. It is. It's out. They did. They oh, they did. did. Is it $10,000? It is. $10,000. damn it. God damn it. So why does it have to be so good? Yeah. Can't you rub a little KLR on that? Well, so early reports <laughs> were saying, though, that it was... Somebody had leaked. Somebody had leaked something about the thing was only going to be twenty five horsepower. Mm. 
Ooh, and everybody okay. was like, what the fuck? Right. That's, yeah, no, but so apparently that. that's going to be for European market ones that when it hits stateside, okay. it's going to be 40-ish okay. horsepower right. European like licensing, they, had, they, they restrict stuff yeah. to meet like certain insurance. licensing requirements. Yeah, insurance. But I'm not, I'm not sure, but I also heard that the maintenance intervals are super short on that thing. Well, well it, it was 1,000 kilometers, oil change and air filter. 1,000 kilometers? At 600 miles. Initial. 600 miles. The first one, your basic service. No. No, no, no that's every. Every time? Yeah. Every thousand miles. That is miles. every. Wow. Every thousand miles. I had to do it like five times on a single trip. You yeah. probably would. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. But they're saying that the complete motor build, re, uh, tear down and rebuild is at 32,000 kilometers. Yeah. So that's what? 12,000? 12,000. 20,000 miles. Yeah, 20,000 miles. Yeah. yeah. But just the same. It's. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. And they, th- they say that's good, though. But. I don't think but that's great, that bike, but it's uh, not good for a, a street bike. Motor <laughs> cross engine, though. I mean, right. Right. If it has the letter L after it, we all know what L means. It means limited, limited power. It, it means, means lim- It means usable. Well, ride, right? Honda, it's supposed in, to be legal. Yeah. Legal, Meaning exactly. It's yeah. a motocross bike. Yeah, that's, that's legal. Street legal. Right. Yeah. But they've done a lot of stuff to it. To they've weighted the they they uh, put weight on the crankshaft. Yeah. And detune the motor, which I didn't like, but then that might give it so it's not 13.5. The compression is down to like 12. So, why can't it just be an XL650? 12 to 1 instead of 13. To 1. With a 450 top end on it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm missing a critical component here. My XL650L is only $6,600. Exactly. Brand new. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a really good value, though. Right. But it yeah. also only weighs 250 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. Was that 40 horsepower? Right. All right. So let, let's make it weigh 320 pounds and put out 36 horsepower. Which the XR650L only weighs 348 pounds. See? Yeah. yeah. Damn almost it. 100 pounds less than a yeah. KLR650 yeah. at 436 yeah. pounds. Well, how does it compare to the DRZ400? DRZ comes in between those two at yeah. something like DRZ 380 or something. Yeah. The, okay. DRZ, the DRZ, I mean... Wait, wait, wait. I'm thinking DR650. You're thinking DR650. No, you yeah. got to go... The DRZ DRZ is probably... I don't know. That's a it's good... Anytime you get into one of these shootouts, it basically is the DRZ400 and everything else. Right. Damn it. Yeah. Well, then you're, you're looking at KTMs and stuff like but, that. But once again, KTM is... Basically, you give KTM your wallet. And they give you a and short the less service you, interval. Right. And the, and the less you ride your bike, the more of your money you get back. <laughs> because everybody I know, and this is 100% of the people I know that ride KTMs, their bike is in the shop. <laughs> and and if it's not in the shop, if they're a person that does all their own work, it's like you they're doing their work frequently. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a fucking lot of maintenance because when you're asking so much, you are having this very short service interval. Yeah. And... I, I dig the sexy factor, but I'm not a sexy fast rider. I, I don't need that. If, honestly, I'm more of the KLR650 camp. If I'm going to have an off-road bike, it's going to have to have an electric starter. Absolutely. And it's going to have to have enough basic balls to grunt me up a hill that I'm not capable of skilling my way up. Some of the complaints were too, like the, the it doesn't, like, they're like, the CRF 250 yeah. has a beautiful little oh you the know, display is badass display and yeah. the Grom yeah but they put some bullshit thing on this where yeah. it's just like yeah. so for ten thousand dollars you don't even get a nice little speedometer yeah I I I just I've ridden enough of the DRZs to know they're fucking great I mean they really are great and 
they're pretty forgiving. And as far as a motorcycle goes, that's cool. You know, that's neat. I like to ride, Brad. I'm haunted, but right. I still, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not showing out ten thousand. My Africa twin for another two grand. Exactly. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, when you're talking about that kind of money, that's just crazy. Maybe in five or six years there'll be five or six thousand dollar used ones. Well, that well, requires yeah. somebody to actually buy it. They're ready for a rebuild. Well, I mean, people are obviously buying CRF four fifty, so yeah. you know, uh, maybe it becomes. And there is a CR four fifty X, which is yep. the enduro. Enduro, yeah. So this is basically the same motor as that, but with lights and turns. Yeah. When I bought that KLR two fifty, mm-hmm. as I was pulling up the guy's driveway, they were loading a CRF four fifty onto another truck. Mm-hmm. And the guy was selling, the guy sold it for twelve hundred bucks. Wow. Like thirty hours. Hey, I got a question for you, Steve. Um, did you did you sign up or pay for uh, the new Honda Super Cup? I was yeah. just about to. You did. That, yeah. Oh, cool. And do you have any idea when those are going to start showing up? No, they said they were going to call me when they had. Because I know idea. that some dealers there's there's been. I've seen posts on Facebook about people receiving or dealers having the monkey bikes. So the monkeys are actually... I really thought it was going to be the other way around. Yeah. I thought for sure the Super Cubs were going to come in first and the monkeys later. I went on, order Honda, on their site. Really? On the Honda site, it's blank. Like the monkeys you can order okay. on the Honda uh, site, but the, the box that would say order Super one Cup? or build one or whatever right. is not... They turn it off. Enabled, yeah. yeah, it's not oh, wow. it's Super Cup. Interesting. Well, I went on the Honda website, and there's a thing that you can... like. Probe your local dealer. Like, okay, yeah. let me know when this is available. Right. Probe your local dealer. Yeah. <laughs> Happens a lot around here. <laughs> I got probed twice today. <laughs> I sent three requests to three Honda dealers about the monkey. I would buy a monkey if sure. there was one sitting in front of me right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, I'm and feeling you. not one of those three dealers got back to me. Yeah. They probably are, it's probably like when the Triumph, or the Ducati Scrambler landed. It's going to be one of those things that for the first 12 months, it is going to be absolute fucking feeding frenzy and then right now we've got people coming in here with uh triumph scramblers that are like please give me six for this thing and i'm like no (laughs) i'm not gonna give you six for it i might give you 4500 or something like that really i'm not i've been riding as we're getting more and more of the scramblers cycling through here i'm getting to ride more of the various different variants of the scramblers the Ducati Scramblers? Eh. Me. Eh. Okay. But I'm not super happy with them. Yeah. Have you seen the new Moto Guzzi midsize adventure bike coming out? Yeah, the yeah. AD V850. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's a good looking bike. This is where... This is the opposite of the Harley Davidson adventure bike, where everyone is saying, oh my fucking God, kill it, burn it with fire. <laughs> and the, the mountain, like... The mountain of hate that's piled up for the Harley-Davidson adventure bike is is the only thing that could dispel flat earthers. Because it is just... There has not been one person yet that has said, like... Who's that face guy? I'm, attra- I th- I'm attracted to it. You know? It's a disgustingly ugly bike. And I think the world has kind of agreed. It's a disgustingly ugly bike. Steve, the, do you have something to the say The Moto is... I don't even know what it is. I've never heard of it. Really? Oh, you got it. No, that's what I was wondering. Well, just type oh, in, just, just type in ferociously on. ugly. Just type in <laughs> toxic ugly Harley. Harley. Yeah, right. Toxic ABB. visual eye rape. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it like a sportster with bags? I mean, no, 
This no. is completely designed. From this the is the motor. Up. A lot of people. If are you saying, took two Himalayas and cut them, if in you half, took two Himalayas <laughs> and joined them together, and I put another one in between and then stuck <laughs> yeah. them together. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when Honda came out with that concept bike and then called smacked the it with a bulldog or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like that only. The bulldog was adorable though. It was. It was. It was. If you had an eighties. B movie oh, where you I were like riding that. through the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know it will fail. Of course that's you it. do. <laughs> of course. And you I've like heard that. so my gut instinct was, well, the seven the Street 750 and the Street 500 are their Indian liquid cooled V twin power plant. And I figured, well, they'll probably make a twelve hundred CC twelve fifty version of that. But what I've heard somebody say is that the last V-Rod was a 1,250cc, mm-hmm. and so what they believe is this is V-Rod-powered. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Uh, if it's V-Rod-powered, I appreciate the bike more for being V-Rod-powered than being Indian, uh, you know, dot not feather, 1,250-powered, uh, right? <laughs> That's not to say it won't still be made in India. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> suggesting it probably yeah, will be made yeah. in India, but I'm saying that I would rather have a V-Rod motor, which we know is a... Very good power output motor, as opposed to the Street 750 based motor, which is not a particularly good motor. Um, but I guess where I was heading from that was that the Moto Guzzi has got the opposite. Everyone who's seen a picture of the Moto Guzzi thinks it's handsome. Yeah, everyone thinks it's great, even in the Ronald McDonald paint scheme. So the <laughs> you know the Ronald McDonald paint scheme should come with big red shoes. That thing is ridiculous. Like the the color choice on it is truly Moto Guzzi. You know, it's it's one step away from acid green bodywork red frame. Uh, it's just yellow, you know, like yellow, white, and red. Now, their more subdued color, you know, thing is, it's very, it's attractive. You know, their blue-gray one looks good. But I think everybody's going bonkers for it. Um, I don't know if that's going to turn into awesome sales numbers. But people definitely by like Moto Guzzi standards, it may be awesome numbers. Even if mass if they sell fifty eight of them, that's a big number for Moto Guzzi. Yeah, that's exactly it. So I can, we're talking about the V eighty five Adventure. Yep. Yeah, the V eighty five Adventure, and that's everyone who I have had more people call the shop and everything else. Are you Guzzi dealer, you getting a V eighty five Adventure? That's great. And usually, what I tell them is, Yeah, mm. get in here, give me a two thousand dollar deposit. Let's get you set up. Oh, no, I just wanted to come and rub my dick on it. It does look much better. But it's totally Ronald McDonald paint job. Yeah. Whose bike is funniest? Whose bike is funniest? Yeah, that's a fucking McDonald bike, yeah. But it is a good-looking bike. I really do. And it's going to be air-cooled, so it's going to be, you know, the purists are going to... I think it's going to be a very likable bike. And... You know, is it going to be like the Stel- the Stelvio was the Stelvio was way too much bike, and I'm hoping that this is better, less bike than the, the Stelvio was. I don't know. It doesn't look as nice as the uh, Ducati Scrambler Desert Sled. The Ducati Scrambler Desert Sled looks really good. It's a very attractive bike. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's a beautiful bike. Looks German. It's black, orange, and yellow. It's got sand ladder strapped to the side of it. Yeah. Big BMW Rondell on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Multistrada 950 is a nice bike. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the way that bike looks, and it's very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Someday we'll have our Ducati running. Yeah, I, I, I just have like. I have this thing right now where I'm just going like, 
Ducati, can't trust him. Motoguzzi, I somehow feel like at any moment the entire dealer network could just implode. I, like, the dealers have been beaten pretty hard on the Motoguzzi thing. and it's, it's tough. I'm not the only dealer that dropped him. There's a lot of dealers that have dropped him. And I just always wonder what that. I, we used to joke and say that Motoguzzi was the kiss of death. He signed for Motoguzzi and 18 months later you're out of business. And we got out. Like, we literally got out. It was like a bad relationship. You know, you survive. Good love and gone bad. Right, good love and gone bad. And you feel like, we got away, we're out, we're clean. And we have to not kick ourselves, because like, we dropped Enfield, and then everybody started say- saying the word Himalaya. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, oh my God, you dropped Enfield too early. No, we no. didn't drop Enfield You can't Enfield say Himalaya early. without saying Royal Enfield, Exactly, no. yeah, <laughs> right, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get. I bet you could call up and get one of those, no problem. Yeah, if and you, you know talk what? to the right person, be like, send me five of those. They just did a massive, like a massive. I don't want to really. Test dec- I don't really want to technically be your dealer, but right. just I want to order five of them. I'm not. I don't doubt that they would. They just had a massive journalism thing in Santa Cruz. I talked to a couple of my buddies who were out there riding them, and it is exactly what we all know it is. It is not a DR650. It, it is not any of the things that it should, like, you know, it sh- it's not a 400cc off-road adventure bike by any standards. Its numbers are all way too low, and it just doesn't have what it needs to have to go off-road, and that's just where it is. And there's too many other things that are, for the same money, much better bikes, and they don't have the word Royal Enfield on the side of them. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's just where it is, you know. I'm not here to talk about, like, wouldn't it be noble to buy the Royal Enfield and, and show that you were helping out? Oh, Royal Enfield's a very big company in India. They We don't need to help them. They're cool. And I don't need to buy a Chinese bike either to help some Chinese startup company either. They're very big country. They're cool. Well, speaking of that whole yeah. thing, because I know we had talked about the tariffs on Harley-Davidson yeah. in India. Yeah. There was, I read a news article about they're actually lowering them. They're getting rid mm. of that. Are they really? But they've renegotiated that, and that they're actually going to maybe be able to sell Harley. Be able Davidson. to sell Harley Davidson in India. I, and my thing is, I'm not trying to change the plan. I'm trying to just find a better bike for me to ride around on. Damn straight. You know, I'm not trying to be like you know, the political or ethical or financial conscious of the world. I just want a bike that I can fucking. We're motorcycle vampires. Dick, yeah, I want to dick We're around with something bike. to sink our teeth into. Yeah, and and the I dump, think like that's the, the appeal of that Moto Guzzi 850. Yeah, something just. Sink yeah. your teeth into it. Yeah, it's something that, it, it, it's hard to, you know, go I'll ahead, it. Well, and, and not to change the subject, but we, we were talking about uh, uh, Harley Davidson going to uh, you know, Southeast Asia, yeah. you know, to sell bikes. So I was watching a program called uh, Moto Vietnam, and they started out in um, Ho Chi Minh City, and mm-hmm. the guy made a comment, whether it's true or not, he says there's eight and a half million people living in Ho Chi Minh City, and there's seven and a half million bikes. And wow. even, even if he's wrong by 100%. Yeah, you know, that's a, still an astronomical seven number and a half of bikes. Million. And you you watch these videos yeah. of these guys going out, there's just zillions of bikes. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. They go build bikes and sell bikes and whatever, where the demand is. There's not 7.5 million bikes in the whole U.S., I can't imagine. But Maybe if, there are, but... If 90% of those bikes are somewhere between 49 cc's and 180 yeah. cc's... Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Showing up with a 750cc bike is probably not the right way to get your head. Well, your foot yeah, yeah, but yeah. they and could it's probably not even go. That. It's probably 
if ninety percent of those bikes are like maybe a thousand dollars to buy, you know what I mean? Oh, they're and showing up with yeah. yeah, and showing yeah. up with a bike that's five grand, you know what I mean? Like, or fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, the point is that yeah. that's that's where the demand is. It is for yeah. for a shitload of stuff. Yeah. So go there and, and start building. Read, maybe maybe they something. build to the to the demand. I don't know. Right. I, I read something where like in I've. And this is just, I, I'm, I hate, there's no. Go ahead, man, fire away. I read something where it was like, it takes a year and a half salary to, or something like that to buy, like, even the shittiest little bike or something like that. Oh, something. you don't have to be in Vietnam for that to happen. That can, it, that can happen like, even in Central America. It was like ridiculous yeah. how there's much a it lot actually of costs to buy a, even that little 125 oh, yeah. Honda, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of places on planet Earth where the indigenous people, the farming people, Will never in their lifetime see enough money to buy a 180 cc Chinese made bike, you know, or 125 cc Chinese made bike. There's plenty of places where people work all week for three, four dollars. I just watched a program on these guys went to Ecuador and they were living in Ecuador. Maybe it was Nicaragua or something, somewhere Central America. Yeah, living on a dollar a day. They wanted to live like the local people right. on one dollar a day. Yeah. So, a thousand dollar bike. Yeah, that's three years worth three of salary. Years. Kind of put it in perspective. Without yeah, without yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's and it that's the good news is we are personally not limited to anything remotely close to that. And we have all the world's greatest motorcycles happen to be in our country where we live. And we can sample them like like fiends, like we are. And even if you don't work at a shop or here's the being fortunate. Well and here's the right and here's the us around this table that do have an unnatural ability to go ride different shit. You know, there's there's nothing, you know, that it's here. If you see something that's in here and you want to ride it. Here's the toy box. Here's the toy box. Go grab some keys, you know. So, so I mean, that's why I don't get why people want this country to be a third world country. I don't think anybody wants this country to be a third well, world country. I think we country. don't understand how uh, good you got it here. I think we all got it pretty goddamn well. And, I mean, my, my you know. My absolute lack of children, but an overpopulated garage is a pretty good indication of that. So for my goal <laughs> for the uh, Mods versus Rockers Overland uh-huh. is to get all the scramblers out there scrambling. Oh, I that would be mean, hilarious. I just want to see how your scrambler right. is going to do in this yeah. mud hole. Right. Because mm-hmm. I was out there, and there was Sorry, a guy who showed up on a new, really new KLR 650, the yeah. one with the bodywork and everything. Yeah, brand new killer. Well, I bought this last October. Uh-huh. This is the first time I've had it off road, right? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like trying to talk with it. Yeah, and I just I overwhelmed him because I was like, oh, another KLR 650. So I pulled up and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I got the KLR 650, and I, you know, I, I saw you just you got off up. your bike and your bike went around, sniffed itself. I waited until you. I waited until you chased each other around. <laughs> I didn't attack you as soon as you showed up. Right. I, I let you go get signed in. Right. I let you go take a little ride and everything. Right. No, you went to get a sandwich and you bolted a milk crate on the back of his bike. <laughs> <laughs> And meanwhile, I'm here with my wife and kids, so I'm like, hey, this guy, right. I mean, we go, you know, like, I can right. show him around a little oh, bit. Yeah, you know? sure. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, you go down here, and there's the rod. We call it docking. And I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. And the guy's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, and I, and I, I couple, and I'm like, he's not saying anything. He just rents well, that bike on Twisted Road. And then I get it, and he's like, not saying anything. And I'm like. I'm let down by this conversation. Fuck off. You know, and I was, and I was like, I was just like, all right, well, nice meeting you. My name's John. Come and on, then Piper, he, let's go. Bingo, see? see and then, and then he signed his name to you. He said, I already have <laughs> <laughs> no. He no. said, I already have <laughs> he, you know, But he had no, like, 
I think he didn't want any part of actually going up in the trails no. where he would scratch yeah. his. He was no, terrified. Yeah, yeah. He did not want. You to be were part going of to verbally intimidate him. I was like, "Come on!" I was going to be like, "Come! I want to take you." No, no, he didn't want to get that. You're like, a toxic motorcyclist. You're a toxic dirt bike. I thought anybody. I thought he would want to like go check it out. I'm like, "There's some ease." I was even being nice. I can tell he's. A, I think I saw that guy on the hashtag Me Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> him too. Him too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that's when I'm like, there's some easy things you go. I mean, it's not that bad and everything. And I'm like, I'm going to show him around a little bit because I had two days to be there. You're forcing yourself. On and it's like you said, he. You just, I don't think you. He had big aluminum boxes all over his bike. He, he didn't have any aluminum boxes on it, but it was just a very fresh. It tip. was very clean. It had never been dirty before. Right. KLR yeah. six. But I don't think right. he wanted any part of actually getting right. like a branch scraping up against it or whatever. Any possibility that he might dump it or anything. He went and did ovals on the Kitty motocross. Oh, okay. So you got some arm pump going. So he spent $20 to ride there for about an hour and a half and then yeah. fucked off. Yeah. Which, you know what? Good for him. He yeah, got his tires dirty. He rode it in the dirt. Right, he rode it in the he dirt. Exactly. Yep. Oh, the stories around the water. <laughs> but there so was not road last he, weekend. There was yeah. a, did you see? Was did you again. see long way around? Yeah. But I'm sure I was, was doing that. Was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and I soon, I'm sure as soon as I said, "Well, you can ride through the river and through the mud holes," he was like, "Oh, I'm not going there." <laughs> I didn't want to get my bike wet or muddy. <laughs> I just lived in a chain. My bike's still muddy. I never even, I haven't even cleaned it off from that. I'm, yeah, I'm proud of that. Yeah. I'm like fucking dirt bike has got dirt on it. No, I will. I will most likely be attending that event on a scrambler, and I can assure you of two things: one, it will be scrambled, and two, I will probably hurt myself. The big okay. BW350. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Or whatever. No, whatever. whatever we we have a whole want. arsenal of yeah. dumb shit. I mean, look, this is where dumb ideas go to be talked about later. And, you know, this is what we're doing. We're just planting bad idea seeds, and we're going to harvest them all around, you know, last weekend of May. Speaking of dumb ideas, what happened to the the back road discovery route? Oh, no, that's not happening. Well, because (laughs) if you look at that, if you look at that as an employed person. Yeah, that's where I was. I I knew right off the bat. Can't take that much time off of. It's really, I mean, it's just. I was going to leave for it Monday with yeah. my brother. Yeah. He called me yesterday and backed out. Right. You know why? Because he he's a, not a fireman. Well, yeah, he booked a job he's got to complete before then. And How right. many weeks of vacation do you have? Because you've been, you've been a fireman for a yeah, 30 time. years, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, you've years. earned every bit of it. I'm not right. saying that, but are you up to six weeks? Seven? No, 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 he doesn't no, count no. Works the weeks that he has off. He counts weeks he's required to work. No, I'll come on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have six weeks. He has weeks. Work, six weeks this yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> It's just math. I work 52 hours a week. Right. It, exactly. It, it breaks down to 52 hours a week. Well, I get he you. does it all in two days. But, exactly. Right. If you go yeah. work a 24-hour day, exactly. you know, it adds up quickly. Right. So, yeah. it appears that I have a lot of time off. But, realistically, I have no more time off than anybody You've else. paid for it. Exactly. You exactly. pack it into a tight right. uh, yeah, it's a much tighter schedule. Exactly right. Yeah. Because yeah. if you work a 12-hour shift, then you're off half the month. Exactly. So you're working a 24-hour shift, so you're off three-quarters of the month. Right. That's okay. the way it works. Yeah. <laughs> we're rewiring no, I mean, yeah. all the fire trucks. Hours right. We're rewiring all There's... the Cleveland fire trucks. We've got 40 trucks that are coming through our shop. We wow. One a day, wow. every day shows up at 7.30 a.m. Yeah. And we're rewiring all the battery of flashlight chargers and their FLIR camera chargers. Some of them don't have it in there. Yeah. Some do, some don't. We're putting chargers in there, so they're... So they're compliant. That's cool. Well, they, they, they've been wired, like, you know, I don't know how much 
that happens in Lakewood, but you guys, like, they had kind of done a lot of work on the mm-hmm. trucks themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And they wanted everything sort of unified. Uniform. Like, you know, we want all the chargers on one circuit. Well, yeah, because if you fuse, get out of this truck, you got to go into that truck. And we want the fuse in the same place on right. every truck. So yeah. that's what we're doing. We had two uh, police officers in yesterday from uh, Cleveland Motor Division and uh, two motor officers in. Well, and they were the motor officers that were on the BMWs. Okay, yeah. They were on the BMW Adventure Bikes. And uh, they 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 were not impressed. So they have the KLRs now. And so they did they, not like the, the BMWs. They all wanted the KLRs really bad. I got to hear about an hour of unadulterated hate from these two motor officers about their experiences with the BMWs. Which BMW were they on? They were on the 850, the GS850. I think that's what it was. 800, thank you. GS800, yeah. And they had... 850 just came out. GS800s, then. They were on GS800s with the big giant boxes on the back. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, they they were not happy with the maintenance regimen of the bikes. The bikes seemed Hmm. to be at uh, the shop a lot. Hmm. And I think those are all being handled by Sills, maybe, something like that. Yeah. And so, so, but they they were not... Thrilled about that, and they, I think they the were, KLRs came from State Eight or something. Like yeah, that. and I think that they, I think they really kind of wanted KLRs from the beginning, and that they got the BMWs, and they weren't real happy about that from a weight or like what they wanted to do with the bikes. They weren't able to do with the bikes because I mean, the, the bike was too big. The bikes are for right. uh, dirt bike riders on the streets. Yeah, so they yeah. want as close to a dirt bike as, as they, they can possibly get, get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and well, the best they're ever going to get is a KLR. They could have got a DR six fifty or something like that. Yeah. But, but the KLR, there's only, out in California, they had KLRs. That's the only oh, yeah. other place. So, I saw them out there. So yeah. that's the, you know, so that's at least acceptable. If you wanted to make possibly a small business or something like that, having right. the lighting kit and, like, the upfit yeah. for making the KLR interceptor. Right, to build a KLR Nobody builds right. anything for it. Yeah. If you had, like, the, you know, yeah. bought all the whale and stuff and then right. made all the little bracketry to mount sure. all the lights. And sold it as a kit. Yep. You could probably exactly. get ridiculous money for it because municipalities. Yeah. You and go money buy the KLRs. They're cheap. They're easy to maintain. They're cheap and they're cheerful. And I'm going to sell you a two thousand dollar kit for each and every KLR you buy. To make it a contract. that's a bolt on thing yeah. that your service department can bolt on. Yeah. As opposed to police departments are not very aggressive. Police departments always they're very conservative. They go for what's already proven out. Right. We we know that we're trying to sell police departments on zeros. And it is way too disruptive of a technology. So that's interesting. When those yeah. guys were in here, did yeah. they get to look at the zeros oh, yeah. at all? Oh, and they were just... I've sung the zeros praises. Yeah. And then these and two guys were them, like... And t- told every motor officer about this place that I could. Oh, the, the one officer was like, we have been talking about zeros since you sh- we showed up a couple of years ago and promoted them to the Case Western Reserve Police Department there. And I guess those guys just went and ran their mouth about, you can sneak up on a squirrel. So like all the guys stealing shit... You know, are are fucked because the thing is, like, if you can't, if you can't outride them or outballs them, because once again, you want to go home to your parents, that guy's running from the cops. Who's going to be faster? You want to go home to your kids. You want to go home at the end of your shift. You want to live to collect a pension, or that guy's running from you. That guy has added incentive. Yes, he does. He has strong motivational factors. So he's like, they were like, man, if we had the zero. We could be on them before they knew what the fuck was going on. We could be in their neighborhood. We could be behind them. We could be surrounding them before they even knew we were there. Because the one thing about motorcycles is a bunch of motorcycles together have an auditory signature. You can hear them before you can fucking see them. You know what a zero has that a KLR 650 doesn't? 
a police package. A police package, exactly. Police because we went through; they jumped through their right. assholes to yeah. get brackets made and yeah. stuff like this to be able to upfit these bikes to police bikes. Yeah, and they could have just had. Oh, and I'll also tell you: you could take a you could take a zero and throw it down three flights of stairs, and it will still work. They they take obscene amounts of damage. Like the people, the things we've seen our customers do <laughs> to these motorcycles would total out any normal motorcycle. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, well, if the frame has survived, then everything else works. Because the frame is just a cage around all of the expensive bits. And it's like... It's like the A-10 Warthog of motorcycles. Yeah! It's like, okay, well, you know, you can't crack the engine cases, because they don't have any, you know? It's like all the stuff that makes a motorcycle fragile, the Zero doesn't have. No radiator. No. It's a Milwaukee fucking Sawzall. You know, it's it's a cordless drill. You know, take your cordless drill and throw it across the street. It still works. It's got a moving part. <laughs> and the zero's the same way. Jeez. Jeez. What the hell? What the fuck? You trying to hatch over there? It was a cookie nut taco, oh, man. Shit. What the fuck? Oh, my God. All right. On that, we got to get out of here. God damn it. Ride fast and Run take chances. Save yourself. Run away. Run away.